LM Communications Broadcasting Station. The only no-filter sports show in Kentucky. It's the Alan Cutler Show with award-winning TV sportscaster Alan Cutler. High in the air, deep left center. And that is gone in front of Pride Rock. A big backflip from De La Cruz. Three-run bomb, number 11 on his campaign. And the three-run shot has the Reds ahead, 4-3. to three. Could almost feel that coming, couldn't you? The way that Tyler Anderson had to pitch to an extra batter because of the infield error. He bounces a couple of pitches in the dirt. And now he's got to throw a strike, right? And De La Cruz is waiting back, looking for the high heater. He gets it thigh high, and he knows it. Cracked on the ground, pass first base. Benson scores. Friedel giving the wave. Just now Redfro gathers. Friedel scores. McLean, green light. He sprints to the plate. They eat it. A bases clearing three-run triple. De La Cruz with six ribbies. And he has thundered the Reds' offense in Anaheim. You know, I don't think I've ever dreamed that good about getting six ribbies in a game. I mean, that's unbelievable. Best start in the history of baseball for home run and stolen bases, right? Yep. In the history of baseball. Yep. And then the some whole I- history. And some idiot reporter. I, okay, I get you got to ask questions. You can't be afraid to ask questions. Let's get past that garbage, okay? So everybody knows David Bell likes to what? Platoon. Platoon, platoon, platoon. That's fine. But there's a double standard for everybody. Does he platoon Matt McClain? No. So, De La Cruz is much better hitting lefty than righty. Okay, that's not unusual. Take a look at Mickey Mantle's numbers. He hit more home runs lefty than righty. He had more opportunities lefty than righty, but the percentage was better than lefty than righty. I love Mickey Mantle. That's fine. Would you ever sit him because it was a lefty or righty? And by the way, Casey Stangle is one of the first to do the platoon system. That's Casey Stangle when he was with the Yankees. And it was actually pretty smart. That's not the point. Jimmy, some idiot reporter. Asked Bell if he thought about sitting him because he was going to bet right-handed. Is this a report? Maybe, maybe a reporter that uh, just covers the Angels and doesn't I don't know care. anything about uh, no, the no, Reds. No, 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 no! Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Take your niceness and shove it out the window. No, I'm not being nice. I'm no, just trying no, to no, figure. No, no, no. If if you're a major league reporter, you know about Ellie Dela Cruz one and you two. Think, yeah. If you're a major league reporter, and if you're most of these major league reporters are really good, by the way. And if you're a major league reporter and you're just covering the team, then you better do your homework to catch up. Stop, stop. Take your niceness and throw it out the window. Stupid is stupid. Please. I was trying to put my brain in this in the more stupid brain. And I probably shouldn't do no, that. That's no, dangerous. No, 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 no. You're not being stupid. You're trying to be too nice because I'm very direct. You're not no filter. <laughs> you're not shy, but you are not no filter. Maybe you don't want to be no filter. You don't have to be no filter. Be whatever the hell you want to be. That's a dumb question. There's yeah. certain questions that you have to have some common sense not to ask. Just not to ask. But you know what was the second best thing he did? And I love this. I don't like this. I love this. He beat out a double play ball. That if there's three guys in the major leagues who could have beaten that out, I don't know who they are. And if there were, there can't be five. That's not the point. The point is, he gets the first base, the inning goes on, and then he steals second base. And then he's knocked in. So without getting a hit, even though he had one game, we had six RBIs. Six RBIs! Even though he had one game, we had six RBIs. His feet. I love this. His feet were powerful in the Reds winning not one but two games. And now they're in the third slot for the wild card for now. And they're playing really well. 
And we'll hear from David Bell later where he says, you know, I, I basically don't know where to start how good these guys are. It's great. I mean, it's not good. It's great. But please, don't ask that question. It's, I would be embarrassed for the person asking the question. And by the way, there are some questions that seem stupid that need to be asked. Yeah. There's no question. About I don't it. understand like what, how some of those questions where you kind of know what the answer is, but you want it for a story that you're writing. But I don't know what Bell's answer could have been there that would have made for anything. He's Ellie Dela Cruz. He doesn't have to get a base hit to win a game. And yeah, by the way, you might know the answer, but a good lawyer knows the answer too. But you have to ask the question because you have to get the quote. That's not this. That is not this. Good afternoon. I'm Alan Cutler. Jimmy, would you quit being nice? I'll try. What's your problem? Is that is that being nice? I'm just trying to put myself in that reporter's no, shoes no, no. to think of like what what would I be trying to get from asking this, and I can't figure it out. There's nothing. No, come on. I'm sure I asked a dumb question once or twice, maybe three or four times. Really not that often. Did I ever? Somehow I did. Now, do I think a coach thought it was a stupid question? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I don't give a rat's. Questions need to be asked. I wasn't shy about asking questions. You shouldn't be shy. But you should have some common sense in what you ask. Common sense. Did you or did you not hear me say at the start of the season and before the start of the season that I wouldn't have signed Luke Weaver for $2 million to be a starting pitcher for the Reds? Yes or no? Yes. Did you or did you not hear me say that I'm sure – without knowing. I'm sure that Weaver signed with the Reds because they promised him that he could start. You heard me say that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's breaking news. That, that was pretty obvious. And what I said was I would never sign him to be a starter. That was me. That was me. But that doesn't mean that you have to start him month after month after month after month after month after month. That was dumb on the Reds. Partially because he sucks as a starter and partially because he's destroying the bullpen. And I don't care that they won so many of the games that he started, more so than he should have, but that's the way baseball goes. You're destroying the bullpen. Why they let him start all this time is not even funny. And when they cut him, I said, why don't you put him in the pen? Because I've said it seven, eight times at least during this season. Now, it's only one game. Do you see what he did in Seattle? No. Two innings, five strikeouts, no hits, no runs. <laughs> and as I said then, his fastball, like a lot of guys, this is not breaking news, his fastball gets an uptick two to four miles an hour in all probability when you're pitching what? Two innings. When you're pitching two innings, you're not going four or five pitches. He's probably throwing his best two pitches, maybe a third. I like Luke Weaver's arm. I can't stand him as a starter. Now, Seattle picked him up, which means, think about it. Think about this. The Pirates could have had him. How stupid are the Pirates? And by the way, he might start blowing up like crazy. Maybe that's the only time he looks good. If it is, it is. Probability-wise, because there's not a lot of money left on his contract and it's only for this year, the Pirates are stupid for not getting him. Any bad team, because, you know, the waivers you pass through the National League before you get to the American League. I'm sure if I looked at rosters, I can think of at least seven teams in the National League should have picked him up as a what? Relief pitcher. And if you have to cut him two weeks later, it's not a lot of money. I think his future is in the pen. I like him, actually, as a relief guy. So we'll see. Plus, what does he do for Seattle that every manager wants? He can give you more than one inning because he's been stretched out as a starter. Now, if it doesn't work out, see, this is my pet peeve. If it doesn't work out for Seattle, you know what it still is, Jimmy? It's a really smart move. It's a really smart move, even if it doesn't work out. Like, 
I said the other day, and I've said this, and I said it when they signed him, Myers didn't work out for the Reds, right? They yeah. gave him $7.5 million. It still was a smart move by the Reds. It, just because something doesn't work, that doesn't mean it wasn't a smart move probability-wise. Because, obviously, if they thought he was going to be this bad, they never signed him. So stop that. Don't blame the Reds for that. And if he played well, they could have gotten probably a Class A pitcher or an outfielder with speed that wasn't an A prospect, a B prospect, but some C prospects actually make it and save three and a half million bucks or something like that. It was a smart move. It really just didn't work. I'm not going to blame the Reds for that. I, I've seen people online, that, ah, they signed Myers. What a dumb sign. No, it wasn't a dumb signing. That's a dumb opinion by fans who don't understand baseball. It's probability. Now, if you sign Myers for $21 million over three years, you know what that is? <laughs> dumb. Dumb. And he obviously came to Cincinnati for a couple reasons. One, he knew he had a starting job, which he gave up because he was terrible. Two, what a hitter's ballpark. I mean, it was a smart move by everybody. So you have to look at these things. Caselli, the catcher, is on a disabled list, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Drew Cuck, who wrote it, he's been with us on the, the blog, Red's blog. Oh, help me out here. What's the full name of the Red's blog? Do me a favor. Look it up uh, as we're talking about it. What's his name again? Drew Cook. He was on our show. Blogredmachine.com. Ah, yeah, because there's like a thousand reds. Yeah, there are. But he, he, we'll have him back. He was good. He has a very – some of the things he's put up I've disagreed with. And some of the things I agree with that he's actually really smart. You know what he put up that I think is really, really smart? What did I say about 100 degrees last start and how he's been pitching so far this year? Now, his last start wasn't great. It's terrible. Nine runs, eight earned. Eight earned. His ERA is close to six with that kind of arm. He might end up being a Cy Young Award winner, but right now he's just not very good. And then when you consider his arm, he's really not good. Really. I mean, I think he's a terrible pitcher. Would I get rid of him? Hell no. No, of course not. But here's the deal. Kirk Caselli, when he catches Green, is really good. Green is really good. Not a little good, but really good. Why? How the hell do I know? Why is it that Caselli and Maley, the ERA of the pitchers, are much better when they catch than Stevenson? Is there something there? I know there is. What? I don't know. You just look at the numbers. Maybe it's comfort. Maybe it's calling the game. Maybe it's something of support. Maybe it's all the above. I have no idea, but numbers are numbers. But these numbers are so obtuse with how much better green is. You know what I would do? I'd put Caselli back on the roster. First of all, he's a really good backup catcher. And I realize they have roster problems. Because they have a lot of mediocre players coming up and back, and they got young players, and they're trying to figure it out, and that's fine. But if Green all of a sudden pitches well because Caselli's in the lineup, how much does that help the Reds? Not a little, but what? Tremendously? Yeah. Oh. So, and, and you know, when he, he put the article out this morning, when I saw it, my thought was, why didn't I think of that? It's really good. It's really good. Okay, let's do this. Um, let's play David Bells. I'll set up the show. And then I've got so much on my list to do that we're not going to get to. It's crazy. George Massey, the pride of Lynch, Kentucky. Do you know much about Lynch? No. Fascinating place. Nothing. I don't know what the most fascinating place in Kentucky is. It's got to be up there. We'll talk about that. George is a great guy. Big defensive lineman for Kentucky. Had a really nice career. Good guy. See him at the Y all the time. Has very strong opinions, good opinions about football as a caring guy, whatever. Just another former football player like another former basketball player that I think will be a really good guest. He'll be in at 1230. So looking forward to that. How about that? Okay, got to mention uh, Shoei Oshani. 
I feel sorry for him. Is it possible that what happened last night could cost him hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, he's already had Tommy John surgery once. He ripped his elbow again, and they're going to see if he needs Tommy John surgery. And remember, he hit with that. He kept on hitting with that, even though he couldn't pitch. So I don't know what he's going to do, and I don't know if it's going to affect his career, and I don't know if his career is going to change. He's a hell of a pitcher, but he's a better hitter. So now you're a team. Would you give him a $500 million contract after probably going to have a second Cy Young uh, Tommy John surgery? It would be tough. It'd be now, tough. you're still signing him as arguably the best home run hitter in baseball right now. Okay. So Would you give him $50 million a year? I don't know for – no. No, I wouldn't either. It would be close. I would definitely make him – Maybe the highest paid position player. Well, he, but. let's put it this way. He can ask something comparable easily, maybe more than Aaron Judge. Yeah. I would I would have it pretty close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fair. But, you know, when you consider his, you know, if his arm was just okay and never hit, would he be worth $30 million as a pitcher? No. As a pitcher? His ERA was where... When oh, got, I, th- I thought you just said if he had an okay arm. Like if he wasn't the... No, ex- no, 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 if his okay, arm was okay. Okay, no, okay no. yeah. Okay, let me read. Yeah, as, as just the pitcher that he is, a Cy, Cy Young contender, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now, just as a hitter, is he worth $30 million a year? Easily. Mm-hmm. In today's prices. You can sit out there and say, nobody's worth that kind of money. That's fine. I don't care. I have to agree with you. It's not the point. It's what the market bears. It's just like running backs are not getting $20 million a year because I can find another running back. Really, I can find another running back. And you know what the Colts should have done? The Colts should have been proactive and go ahead. You know one of the smart things the Bengals did years ago that did not work out? They had a couple of older offensive linemen, and I can't think of the two guys. They drafted a lineman first and second one year with the process of having him be ready in year two. And these were two highly rated guys. And, and when they did the draft, with all the crap the Bengals were taking at the time, I go on the air, not because I'm host of the Bengals radio network, but I'm doing a show up there in Cincinnati. I'm going, this is smart. It's a smart move. Guess what? Neither player turned out, hmm. which shocked me too. Neither player turned out, but it was the right move by the Bengals. These were two highly thought of offensive linemen. They picked them in the first round and the second round. If, if the Bengals did do that, somebody else was going to. So I didn't rip the Bengals for what they did. It didn't work out. The same thing with Myers. It was the smart move, and I'm going, they're finally thinking ahead. They're finally drafting a guy just before they need him. You let him play a little bit the first year. You put him in the second year. Everybody figured they'd both be starters the second year, and they both ended up sucking. It's just the way it is. But they did the right thing. And believe me, there were years the Bengals were so bad, it's not even funny. They did some dumb, 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 dumb things. But why would I blame them for that when it's the right thing to do? One of my pet peeves is there's – I can't convince anybody of anything. Sometimes you make the right decision, and it turns out right. Sometimes you make the wrong decision, and it turns out right. Sometimes you make the wrong decision, and it turns out wrong. Sometimes you make the right decision, and it's wrong. You make the right decision, it can be right or wrong. Really. What was the horse uh, that was... a uh, that, that paid like $100 in the Derby. There have been two horses in the last 20 years. I covered the Derby forever, and, and I'm going blank on you. But there's two horses, in, and I went back and looked at it, and it's not a million to one after looking at the form, which I did. There is no way. George, hey, hey, how hey, are hey. you? George well, Massey in the house. What's doing going well, on? I'm doing well. I'm good. Have a seat. Okay. There, there, there's no way you could pick that horse again. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it, and that's okay. 
stuff happens. By the way, we'll introduce him a little bit, but say hi to George Massey. How we doing, George? Jimmy, say hi to George. How we doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Jimmy? Good. Good, good. Yeah, can you tell stand-up? See, George played defensive back at Kentucky. Yeah, I tell, I tell everyone <laughs> I was a swimmer at Kentucky. Yeah. So, I just sank to the yeah. bottom. Just sank. <laughs> he's got that. He's got that good cornerback build. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. And, and let me tell you, he could backpedal now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could backpedal. Just came back from Switzerland. That's not why I asked Gavon, but I want to know more about that. And, and look, look, look at him now. See, here's the deal. And we're going to do this, and I got to go back to the monologue, and then we'll have George on. I know if Reggie Hansen is listening. Now I dub Reggie. I did this on TV a thousand years ago when he played. The man with the million dollar smile. Because oh. Reggie Hansen has one of the best smiles you could ever see. Yes. Right? Does. No yes. question about yeah. it. Take the mic just a little closer to yourself. Okay, yes, sir. Yeah, okay. And you can tilt it down a little bit. There you go. Got you, got so you. I gotta tell you, I don't know if George's smile is as good, but it's close. So when we put the picture out, we got it because we put somebody in the studio, if we both remember it, usually Jimmy remembers better than me anyway. We put a picture. I got to have you smiling. Okay. And I, I want to jab Reggie and tell Reggie, who's, who's been on the show 15 times, 10 times, something like that. He's on all the time during the basketball season. Oh, yes. And, and Reggie's great. I love Reggie, but ribbon every second I can. <laughs> so Reggie needs to know, what do you think, Jimmy, that uh, oh, George I mean, might give him some competition? Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which way you want me to look? Love, <laughs> which, which angle you need? <laughs> So I follow Reggie on LinkedIn. I see him always doing this motivational speaking yeah, and stuff, things yeah. like that. And he does have Reggie's a, great. He does have a million dollar smile. Yeah, he does. I mean, and the other thing too is, I can't tell you how many interviews we did that somewhere in there he ended up laughing. And I had this deal with because I would when I was cutting my own tape, and if I didn't, I had somebody else do it. But during Reggie's time, that kind of tape I cut myself. It was always hold the laugh because it wasn't forced. If it's forced, yeah. you cut it off. You cut it off. You cut it off. I don't like forced left. Mm -hmm. His wasn't forced. He laughed Natural. all the time, and I would let it go, not 10 seconds, but I would let it go two, three seconds sometimes. My news director said, why are you doing that? I said, how many people laugh on TV? He said, good point. Turned and walked away. Yeah. Yeah. Life is too short not to be laughing. Well, so, yeah. yeah so it was a soundbite about something. I, besides getting what I got for the meat potatoes with Reggie, uh -huh. I always got some offbeat stuff with him that you would play what I would call Please take this the right way. A dead day. In other words, Kentucky's not had already played, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you got the stuff from the day before that you're playing the next day. Uh -huh. And if there's a hole between the next day and when they're going to talk, well, you better come up with something. Got to have that filler. Yeah. And so Richie was great filler. And I told him that. I said, but you know what? Look at all the airtime I'm giving you. Anyway, <laughs> George Massey in the house graduated 1990. 95. 95. From, from, well, from high school. I graduated from Kentucky, uh, year 2000. Year 2000. year 2000. Prior to Lynch, Kentucky. We're going to talk about that, too. Okay. Reggie in the house. Uh, by the way, I just wanted I didn't put this out yesterday. Now, Judge just had three home runs yesterday, but the day before when they lost the ninth in a row, there was a little slippage. Um, you got to make sure you shut up around mics. I had a rule. Did I ever break it? Yes, I'm not going to lie to you. But when I walked in the studio, especially on a Friday night, where Ryan can tell you, I'd just be, we would both sometimes be sprinting in. And a few times, I'm not kidding you, I'm out of breath, which is really dumb when you got to start the show. That's as dumb as dumb could be. But it was that close. It's really, really dumb. But my thing was, I got a potty mouth. Does that shock anybody here? No, that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't shock mean, anybody. No, not at all. I had a rule is when my blank got inside the studio, never say a bad word. Oh, how did that, that work out for you? Um, <laughs> did I? 
<laughs> Who invited him here anyway? You Jimmy, you already like him, right? It's a good question. It's a good question. I know you for a long time, Alan, so I know it's kind of hard for you to do something like that. Okay, did I ever break it? Yes. Did I break it a lot? Absolutely not. Oh, wow. Okay, and the truth is there were times, I'm serious, and it's a good thing news directors weren't around that news directors are not there Friday night at 11 o'clock. There's no way. You know, unless this, God forbid, this is dad. This, was a news director there 10 times in my... No, no. Was five times? No. Three times? Probably not. I just, they're not there. They, they don't have to be there. Now, were there many, 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 many times? You can answer more many times that as I'm running out, I'm throwing some words I can't use on the show. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good and, job and, holding and, and sprinting. <laughs> and, and, and sprinting. Well, Ryan had this thing. It's unbelievable. He refused to look in the mirror to, to fix his tie. And then it would drive me crazy. So because I would bust his chops on it, it's not like he has to listen to me. First of all, he wouldn't listen to me anyway, but that's not the point. He then purposely wouldn't do it. And I can't tell you how many times he literally was putting his tie on. I'm, the, I'm serious now because it was also late. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're doing the same thing, trying to get stuff done. We always played, we played on the edge to get everything just on the edge. I'm not saying the other stations didn't. They were probably smarter than we were. We played it on the edge, complimenting them, and we were kind of stupid. But we would do it. I'm telling you, there were times less than a minute for going on there, and he hadn't had his tie on. So was that was some of your best shows doing it? Doing like that? There's a yes and no. Okay. Some, sometimes they were really good. And sometimes <laughs> when, when the first tape is on, we're looking at each other. You can't see it. And we're going, and then we'd go, how did we make this? There were, I can't tell you how many shows like, how did we survive? I'm sure it's much calmer at LAX 18 since yeah. I'm gone. Cause I would really push it to the minute. Y'all had good chemistry. That's what yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, lo we loved the show. And then the whole thing of the show, I might've started it, but there were dozens and dozens and dozens of people through the years who cared about that show who put their sweat equity in the show, who loved that show. We had so many great photographers that they had so much pride in that show. That's what made it good. It wasn't me. It was us. Yes. All of us. The team. Oh, Mary Jo, Ryan, the people you saw. But there were so many photographers and people behind the scenes, you know, who took care of stuff. That doesn't matter what Ryan and I are doing. If they're not taking care of stuff, we're worth it. Y'all had a hell of a crew then. Yes, I'm making me feel old now. So well, you I are grew, old. I feel like I grew up with well, all you know guys. what? I, I, <laughs> You got a lot of white hair. I do. You know, that's why I shave the beard off. That's why it's good. tight, right? That's why it's <laughs> Less white stuff. Okay, so John Calipari announces the Mamba Partnership. It's official. I think KSR broke the story initially, which they bragged on, which is fine, and that's all good. You know, the relationship with the Bryant family. Uh -huh. and, and, and Cal is saying, you know, all these nice things, and it must be a press release or something like that. And he loves Kobe. Who doesn't love Kobe? Respects Kobe. Who, who doesn't respect Kobe? But, it's you know, it's not in the story that the dumbest thing John Calipari ever did in his coaching career was what? Not draft Kobe. Dumbest that, thing he ever did. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He got talked out of drafting Kobe. So he had an opportunity to draft Kobe. Yeah. I, never, I never knew that. Yeah. Hmm. Jerry West, boom, hustled him like crazy. Wow. Can you imagine how John Calipari's life would have been different if he drafted Kobe? Wow. He wouldn't have been fired that quickly with New Jersey. <laughs> Probably not. And how about Patino? So I'm not just picking, picking on Cal. I mean, his draft – I mean – when he picked Antoine Walker, I thought that was stupid. <laughs> really, you know, and yeah. Pierce, he drafted the wrong guys. And I know he wanted Duncan. And, he, you know, he had three choices that year. And, and they thought they had a great shot to get the lottery, and they did. And they didn't get Duncan. Had he gotten Duncan, would Patino have survived all that mess? Yeah, he would have. Mm -hmm. Would he still be there now? Probably not. Obviously, that yeah. was 1,000 years ago. But not getting Duncan, did it change his life? Oh, absolutely. For sure. But then he made some bad choices. 
He just he, made some bad choices. Some I mean, so yeah. I'm not picking on Cal, but I saw it this morning. I'm laughing. All these great things about Kobe. He respects. How do you not respect Kobe off the charts? How do you not respect Kobe? everybody? Anybody breathing who knows who Kobe is respected him off the charts. For sure. But he didn't pick him. <laughs> he didn't pick him. By the way, did you see, uh, back to the Reds for a second, did you see what Spencer Spears Steer did last night? What's that? His brother works for the Angels. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. So uh, throwing out the first ball and he catches it. His brother throws out the first ball in an Angels uniform, and they hug. I thought that was uh, really cool. And by the way, he then had three hits and two RBIs in game one when they won 9-4. He's, I keep on saying, for a guy who's quiet, who plays a really good third base, didn't say goal glove, plays a really good first base, plays really good left field, for a guy who can move around, doesn't give her, you know what, and he, supposedly second base is his best position or favorite, the guy's having a hell of a year. He's going to be mid-80s unless he falls apart. RBIs as a rookie. 20-plus home runs. He's had a hell of a year, and he, mm. he just does not get any love. Doesn't get any love any all, at all. Are we that late? Man, it's 26, and I want to play David Bell. Oh, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it does fly. <laughs> and you know what? I do this every day. I'm not kidding. Why, you still- do I, why do I do all this work? I'm an idiot because the day's going to come that I don't have enough stuff, and I'm going to go, you know, what, 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 what. You're still what, running like you used to. Yeah. I'm, trying I, to get to the this, mic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not get through a third of my monologue. That it is what it is. Well, at least you got uh, to be continued. Maybe you can. Well, some you can, some you can't. Oh, and I got stuff from four, five, six days ago that's still applicable. It's on the bottom of the pile. That's actually good stuff, and it ain't getting on either. It's okay. Terry Page, texter three seven three oh five seven eight. I see you tomorrow. Can't wait. Terry Page three seven three oh five seven eight. A licensed massage therapist. Every football player should go see her. Oh, Terry, uh, where's she located again? Here in town, top notch salon. I mean, I got some shoulder issues. She's unbelievable. She's on. Be believable. I, I, you know me. I don't hype unless it's lit, legit, okay, right? Okay. And and you know, if I didn't like it, would I say she's good? Uh, no. If they asked me to do the spot, you know what I'd say? No. No. They get mad. They're not going to get mad if they do. What do I care? It's I'm putting my name on a product. Oh wow. That's what I'm doing. And now she, was it about a month ago? She said, well over ten people have shown up to her place because of these commercials, and some of those have recommended others. Now, it's not just because of this, but this has helped. Uh, she's booked up now way in advance. Way in advance. Um, so, so can I get in because I know Alan Cutler? Can I slide in? You can slide in, but it? guess what? It might be weeks. Okay. But if you want, I will text her and tell her that you're a friend and you need in. Okay. That That's I will right. do. All right. And she gives me a good massage. I will say, I'm going to come to you at the YMCA and say, Alan. You did an excellent and, job. And I'll tell you what, if you think she did a bad job, I want you to tell me too. Uh-huh. Fair is fair. Both fair ways. is fair. Fair, fair is, is fair. fair. She has a deal if it's three times. Okay, so you have a problem forever. I don't want to make this too long of a commercial. Okay, you have a problem, and very often you can't go one time and fix the problem if you had something for 40 years. Oh, yeah. It's not how life works. Yeah. And so I had a really bad neck because of a car accident, and it took her a while. But I had already gone to a couple chiropractors, and I like chiropractors, did nothing. Mm-hmm. And it took her honestly months. And I, ne- I could not turn my head. See how I can turn my head? Does it look normal turning my head? Couldn't turn it that way wow. for, oh, way past a year. No, it's more than that. 
not quite two years, about a year and a half and stuff like that. And yeah. so it oh. didn't change overnight. Yeah. I didn't expect it to because I understand if you have an issue, yeah. this is not a magic wand. This mm. is not drugs. This is not like, you're healthy. Yeah. you got to work on a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, So it took a while. Guess what? She fixed it. And I never thought it would be fixed again. Yeah. Never, ever, 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 ever. And some other things, my knee and some other stuff. Anyway. I definitely this, need to see her. You got to. I'll, ta- I'll, I'll help you out. 859-373-0578. 859-373-0578. Top-notch salon here in Lexington. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by Republic Bank. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle. And we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. It's summertime and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including five-hour energy shots, buy two, get one free, and Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Dr. Pepper 20-ounce bottles, three for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop, return, refresh, refuel. When you're a Republic Bank customer, your financial life is always close at hand. The Republic Bank mobile app makes it easy to deposit checks, pay bills, and send money to friends and family from almost anywhere. Plus, you can view your transaction history, transfer funds, and even find the nearest banking center or ATM all from your mobile device. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. Message and data rates may apply from your wireless carrier. Member FDIC. Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to A.J. Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. Lexington area weather. A few showers and storms possible early in the day on your Thursday. Once we clear things out this afternoon, the hot and humid air returns reaching the mid-90s today. Feeling like the low 100s, though, with a heat index in place for the bluegrass. Heat index could approach 105 degrees. Tonight, we're only falling in the mid-70s with more hot and humid air for Friday with another chance of some storms. I'm ABC 36 Storm Team Meteorologist Dylan Goday. One starred in Beverly Hills 90210 in the 90s. The other was born in the 90s. Matthew and Jimmy, weekdays 10 to noon on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Back to No Filter Radio with Alan Cutler. Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Google, Monday through Friday. George Massey, graduated Kentucky 1. 2000. Right, I'm gonna get this. Can I get the negative out of the way? Oh, let's see. Yeah, you got screwed. <laughs> How to get screwed? Well, and by the way, it wasn't intentional. Okay, so okay. Um, to say it was criminal. By the way, I didn't know I was going to start this way. <laughs> no, I don't. I just this. You, you know we will, there, yeah, you, know, you, you know we just. 
Kentucky was so desperate for big men. Jimmy, you can tell he's a big man, right? Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, you noticed <laughs> yeah, right away. Yeah. Jimmy played college football. Oh, a little size to me. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, Mike Mean, you know Mike, who's uh-huh. a former Dunbar coach? Yes. He comes in, and, and I said, he played college ball. Would you like him? Jimmy stands up. He goes, oh, yeah, I'd throw him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little different in college football that I played. I played for one year at a 1AA school. Okay. So what? Yeah, you still play. You got farther than some people. Still in a lot of people. You know what? Look, if a guy doesn't make the major leagues, and let's say he is in AAA for five years, to me, he's still a great player. Oh, yeah. Because he got the AAA. You get get some of your school paid for? I did. That's all that matters. It's amazing how you look at it. Your baby girl in college. I know. She just called me for some money this morning. She's crazy. Saved me about $30,000. see. Okay, what do you weigh, George? I weigh about 280. Okay, I'm going to guess. Good for you. I mean, because, you know, a lot of guys like you end up being three. Going the wrong way. Going the wrong way. Okay. Now, Jimmy, look at him. This is always one of my things I like doing. I'll get back to you being screwed in a second. <laughs> you was hoping. I hope Cutler forgot. Um, did you cry like a baby when you when you left your, your baby girl, dropped her off at college? I didn't cry when I left her dorm room. I cried in the, I, car. In the shower. Okay. I got home. Okay. I waited because my wife was there and I didn't want her to see me cry. So I got in the shower when I got home and. Cried like a baby. Did, you told your wife you cried like a baby. Yeah, I told her. Okay, because if not, she, she's hearing now. Yeah, she, she's going. <laughs> she knew. She, I, she knew I would. Well, so. of course she did. But the fact is, you didn't tell me. <laughs> I know people don't understand. Once you you, you have your child from birth, and uh, you see them, the progression that they made over their life, and you get them to that point of college, and you leave them, you drop them off to uh, unfamiliar people and stuff. And you're like, oh my god, I, I'm they're not under my roof anymore. I don't have that protection. You have no control. Me. I have no control. Not so. that you had control as a teenager. Exactly. Anyway. You were delusional. <laughs> you know, and it's okay to be delusional. Yes. Yeah, Jimmy's got a youngin. So if Jimmy thinks he's going to have control in about nine, ten years, <laughs> so you got no shot, Jimmy. So it's probably, you're probably going to you're going to cry when you drop her off, and you're going to cry probably when she get married. When she gets yeah. Married. That's but that's two times you're probably going to. Well, no, no. How about kindergarten? Oh, yeah. Uh, are, you third kindergarten. are you kidding? Are you kidding? With that kindergarten, we didn't. We have to drop him up. Now, I'll probably be there to drop him off. With my wife being a school teacher, she'll be the one to take him. Oh, but yes. I I know that when that first day comes, that's going to be, ooh. You'll be a mess. Yeah. And this is yeah. this is a tough, unemotional guy during the show. Oh. Can I see him crying like a baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. My wife was a mess. I was too, but I stayed. I, I gave my hugs inside the house. <laughs> so, I didn't need the neighbors to see how I was going to yeah, be. You get soft when you get those little, yeah. those oh, little yeah. girls, man. Little boys be like, up. Oh, no, 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 Well, I only have two girls. I have two girls. So yeah, you'd I cry I with a boy, too. Now you would cry with a boy. I probably would. George probably Massey, would. kind enough to join us, had a wonderful career at Kentucky. Here's how you got screwed. I knew I'd get it to a <laughs> I thought he was going to forget. No, <laughs> no. You know, and, and again, I'm not ripping the coaching staff, but they were so void on big men, you should have redshirted. I should have. Yes, and, and I'm yeah, convinced if you had another year in the weight room, okay, you had a cup of coffee in the league, and then you got yeah. hurt, and you were yeah. gone, and all that kind of stuff. I always thought, and I'm sure you did more, that if you had one year basically lifting weights, yes. that you would have had, I call it man strength. So um, sure. tell me if you disagree. When an 18-year-old kid, I don't care if you're at Alabama, and I know you're highly recruited and you're lifting weights and all that stuff, but now there's highly recruited kids here too. Mm-hmm. You're an 18-year-old and you're going against a 21-year-old. The strength ain't the same. I don't give a rat's how good you are. And, and so that one year, I'm not saying you would have been in the Hall of Fame or All-Pro or anything like that. I did think... You had a really good shot of being at least a serviceable 
longtime NFL player. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason was you're such a good guy. People don't understand this. I've explained this. They don't want jerks as backups. Oh, definitely. <laughs> okay. You're a great guy. And so if you didn't start, but you're hustling your family and you're good – teammate yes. and you're worthy of second string you could have stuck around as a second maybe you would have turned into a starter i think you could have played pro ball if if you lifted which you would have lifted like crazy you needed one more year of maturity definitely i had to you know it's unfortunate i had to come in um during that particular time uh doing you know the 95 96 when i came in was, um they were like you said short on big man it was unfortunate something happened to one of the the linemen during that particular time, so I had to come in and write and, and start immediately. So you know it was a little unfortunate. You know, like Allen, like Allen said, you don't get that man strength <laughs> that some of the other players have. You come out of high school, you think you're strong, but when you start um, working with some of the often John Slarman and people like that, you you really realize you're not as strong as you thought you were. <laughs> so they start slinging you around. So I could have definitely benefited from a, a redshirt year. Did it bother you a lot? It didn't. It didn't. Really? I, you know, Why? I, um, I just came in. Hey, I was do what I told Coach Curry. Um, he said, you go in and play. So I just went with it and did what I had to do. So okay, it's so the team player. There's good news and bad news. The good news is one of the things I'm assuming they sold you on was playing right away. But one of the bad things was that you could play right away. Yeah, it was uh, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Blessing and a curse. They did sell me on that. Um, but – you know, like I said, I went with it. Uh, you know, I believed in what Coach Curry had going on, and we. I, th- I think everything happens for a reason. Do so, you like Coach I mean, Curry today? I, I love him. Okay, love him to death. He's a great coach, great, uh, great mentor. I think he was. You know, he was a loyal to a fault. <laughs> you know, I think if he had made some adjustments to his offensive coordinator at that particular time, with um, Uzelak. At that particular time, that was a horrible hire. Uh, yeah, so I, and, and baffling was, because Uzelak had a good reputation. Yes. And, he seemed like a bitter man when he came here. Yeah, yeah. Because he, I thought he was always bitter that he didn't get the Colorado job. Oh, is that right? When he was out there, and he thought he had it, and he thought he should have had it, and I can't argue with him, but for whatever reason, they didn't pick him. And when you take Tim Couch for his first start, and you start him at Florida <laughs> oh my God. when they were really good, and you're dumb enough to run the option with Tim Couch at Florida – in all my years here, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen Kentucky do, and I can make a top ten list to be pretty good. Oh wow, wow! I, you know, like you, you just said, it was uh, when he, when that happened. I'm like, oh my god, Tim's getting thrown in the fire in the swamp, and it was. First of all, why start like, in that game? Why, <laughs> you know, you start him start the season with cupcakes, where hopefully you can still win. Some experience, and, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's got maybe you know a hundred and something snaps. So it makes it more comfortable. Now he's in the swamp. Could you hear in the swamp when you were down there? Oh, you can't hear Can't hear a damn thing. Can't hear so a you got a kid. I don't care how talented Tim was. Tim's talent was off the charts. Duh, everybody knows mm-hmm. that. You got a kid who's never been in there. You can't hear. You've never taken a snap, and you stick his fanny in the game to start. I, really, but you know who I blame for that? I don't blame Uzelek. I blame Curry. Well. I blame. Yeah. It's his, uh, you it's know his what? call. It's it, his call. He's the head coach. Yeah. So sometimes you defer to, uh, to your offensive coordinator. I don't care. I don't care. You know what? You're being nice like Jimmy. I, I, no, no, George, that's bad. I like Jimmy right there. Well, most days I do. But no, Jimmy's great. Seriously. You pay the man the big bucks. Yes. The buck stops with him. Yeah, you're right. All he has to do is say, no, it's not, not against time. Florida. Yeah. And I will never understand why he didn't start the first game. 
doesn't matter he wasn't ready. The, the thing is you want him to be semi-ready for the SEC games. Yeah, so. And if you can't beat the first couple of games, I don't remember who the hell they were. Maybe you do. I can't imagine you would remember, remember they, it. No. Why would you remember? It's 30 years ago. 30 years, they, yeah. 30 years. I'm an old man. Well, Told you. Uh, don't, shut up. Don't talk to me about being old. You got a lot of miles on this, this body <laughs> island. You hey, know? Seriously. Jimmy, <laughs> does he look like he's in good shape for a guy? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just try. I try to do a little. How many exercise. days a week? You're at the Y all the time. Uh, about about four yeah, four you, days a week. Yeah. I try to do a little uh, Peloton on Wednesdays or swim. I say my spa day on Wednesday. Go to the, the Y okay. and do the okay. swim. Dude, and that's hot great. Tub and, and let me tell you, one set of weights he does, it takes me 40 minutes to lift as much weights <laughs> as he does. No, but, we just getting there talking, running our mouths, reminiscing. <laughs> oh, remember so the, that's the other day? Boy, yeah. did I screw up. Oh, man. He gets, I, he gets, I can't stand it. When somebody sits on a machine and is looking at their phone and you want to use it, I know. And then, and I, that's what I, I did. I apologize before you. Oh, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> this but. couple, George and I were talk, talking about your Switzerland trip. And George and I were talking, and this couple, they peer their heads around, and it was a husband and wife. They smiled, and they said something like, uh, Are you done with this machine? And I, I, I felt so bad. I, I said, I'm really oh, sorry. I can't say I got up. Yeah, it was, it was wrong is wrong. Oh, yeah. But, well, we you, get, know, you and I get to yakking. Oh, man, it's like I said. It's like uh, you mean two friends for old times. Just get to reminiscing about, you know, times. And oh, we yeah. talk about trips and things of that nature. So uh, we just got lost and caught, got caught up in it. Got I quickly caught up in got it. On. That yeah. was my quick move of the day, getting out of <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, that yoga's working for him. Something's got to be working for me. <laughs> that massage. Uh, massage. So... I think you could have played Pro Bowl. That's all I'm saying. And you did play a little bit, but, you know, how much would you, strength-wise, would you get if you got that extra year of lifting? 15%? Uh, I would say easily. Easily. Easily, easily 15%, and that would have definitely helped. And, and you know, knowing, and more knowledge of the game. You know, just being able to watch some veterans, um, you know, do their thing and watch them. So definitely with a 15%, easily, I could say that. You miss playing? Um, I tell everybody, I get that question asked a lot. I don't miss playing as much. I miss the locker room more than anything. The camaraderie, the friends that you make, and the jokes, and y'all in there cutting up and all that. I miss that more than anything. That's the answer I've heard more than anything else, always. Is it? Playing is, oh, yeah, over, you miss the fellas. Yeah, you okay. the fellas. Careful how you answer this. Okay. I know you're going to be honest let me, anyway. Let me, let me pause. Okay, you got to pause. <laughs> I want you to think. And, and it's one of my pep teas. Part of this has nothing to do with you, George. Things you said back in the locker room to each other, you can't say now, can you? Because oh, of social heck, media? Heck no. I was going to say hell no, but can I say that? <laughs> I'm trying to hold my tongue like Alan. <laughs> so you, you definitely can't, you know, kids today can't handle the um, – you know, handle certain words that you throw them these days. They they go tell their mother or father, and they come back and get on you. So it's totally different time that you're you're in now. So that's why I have such a hard time of going out and helping you know coaching now with you know different kids because I know how I was taught and and, and coach, and that's what I want to uh, uh, teach other players and things of that nature. But you can't do that now, so it's so unfortunate. Okay, you're you're like the world's nicest guys, but when you're teaching a high school kid. To play defense, to me, there's nothing wrong with this. Eric, you want? I'm not talking about put your hands on a kid to hurt a kid. You would never do that. Let's not. So I'll put it. my hands on. I no, no, I, not, to I mean, not to hurt a kid, yeah, but, but I'm going to show him what's going yeah, on. <laughs> so I do a move. Hey, this, this is where you have to grab the guy, and this is where you have to twist him. And you know, you got to get your shoulder here and this, that, and the other. You should be able to do that. You can you not be. do that now? Uh, I don't. I don't think you can do that as much now. It's so many rules and regulations, and you have to do with kids and. 
you know, I, you know, I like um, being free out here and walking around. You know, you do something now, you get fired from your job, and you know they call the police on you or something like that. So I, I don't have time for all that, Alan. So I just stay clear. Of- you give up? <laughs> did you give up coaching? Yeah, you know, I did because my 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 daughters got uh, involved in softball and twins and track. So. And with my I'm in pharmaceutical sales and with the traveling to Eastern Kentucky and things of that nature, it was kind of hard for me to get back for the practices. And if I can't give my all to the kids and I can't be there on time, I don't want to ever shortchange kids. Uh, so uh, I decided to to give it up. I might go back someday. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Born in Lynch, Kentucky. Lynch, Kentucky. Uh, Freddie Maggard, Cumberland. All, Freddie's from that area as well. So Freddie's from the area. Mm-hmm. Bernie Bickerstaff, Bernie Bickerstaff, who I interviewed a number of times when he, what a, first of all, lovely man, really smart head coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's closing in on 80, and I think he's still a consultant because he's so, so smart. So for Cleveland, I think. Cleveland. His son. Cleveland. Okay, That's his Cleveland. son okay. is the head coach. But he's still used because he's really smart, and he's a tremendous advisor and he'll have a job as long as he's healthy. Fun fact, my uh, you know they have a street named after him in my hometown, uh, and my mom's brother lives in the house currently that Bernie Life Bickerstaff lives. Really? In. Yep. Okay, so who else is from Lynch that I would know? Uh, I just I remember Bernie because I've interviewed him. Uh, who would you know that's as, from? as you're thinking about that? You know what you I know, asked? Char- you know, Charles Thomas from Harlan. Uh, you have right. Charles Tinsley. That he played at Eastern. Harlan, I'm talking from Lynch. Which, uh, you Char- yeah. Charles Tinsley, he went on to play. He got drafted out of uh, high school for the, Philly, Philly, the Phillies. I ended up uh, leaving there and going to play at Eastern Kentucky. Uh, who else would be from Lynch? Point being for a small place. Oh, you had a lot of good athletes that come out of there. Um, so a lot of good athletes that come there. A lot went to play at Eastern Kentucky and some smaller schools around. I think Freddie and, uh, Freddie and I were the only – Probably Division One players that that went Division One. Did you think kids from Eastern Kentucky didn't get enough love because oh, for sure. the stigma? You're from Eastern Kentucky. I yeah. don't care if you're white, black, yellow, green, purple. Doesn't make a difference. You know, you're from the coal mine, so therefore you can't play. Yeah, exactly. We did get that because you know you get you get Lexington, the surrounding areas here. Uh, you get really noticed. You play some of the bigger teams, and um, you know, being from Lynch, I played at Cumberland. You, you single A football, so you don't get some of the love that some of the um, other other kids get. That's why we had to come up here and you know do the camps at Kentucky. So they see you. So see, I have a different take. Okay, if you don't have the right size and all that kind of stuff, okay, forget about it. But growing, you tell me, growing up, how you grew up wasn't easy. It so wasn't easy. there's a toughness, right? Oh yeah. Geez, let me think for a second here. Mm-hmm. Got to be tough to play football, right? Yes, you do. So you know, I, here's what I thought that was funny. Bear Bryant, part mm-hmm. of his living was. First of all, he got back then. You can get older guys mm-hmm. coming from World War II, and, and there wasn't a scholarship limit, so he would just bring them in. There. <laughs> I mean, literally in trains. Guys mm-hmm. would hop on trains and show up. And Kentucky wasn't the only one, but he really took advantage of it. But he looked for tough guys, and mm-hmm. so my whole thought is, okay, I get it. There's not going to be a ton of kids in Eastern Kentucky that can play at Kentucky. There's a few, but a few. there's a few, and I always thought. And I want to put this properly, not a ton, but a few more that never got a chance oh, because they're from Eastern Kentucky. And I'm going, okay, if your daddy was a coal mine and you, I mean, come on, people, in, I don't know about that toughness. Yes, I got yes. no clue. I'd be the first to admit it. But, you know, uh, <laughs> you got people in the coal mines. Cal loves to tell the story about the family in the coal mines and it pushed them to get out and made them, no question, it made Cal 
more successful because of what his family went through. Mm -hmm. I get it. I understand it. Mm -hmm. I respect it. So what? And Bear Bryant did it. So why wouldn't some of these other coaches, you know, on a Friday night, travel up there? Yeah, yeah. And and you find out stuff on the phone. I I always thought that you all when they say I'm, I'm. Throwing you all together, if that's okay. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I get it. There I get are it. some mountain kids that didn't get enough respect, and I'll go one more, and then I want your answer. I I thought there were times that was unfair that a mountain kid felt the pressure to succeed that was different from somebody in Lexington or somebody in Louisville that if they didn't succeed and they had to go home, they couldn't look their parents in the eye, and there was a stronger pressure because, one, how much they really love Kentucky. They had different pressure that I thought was unfair, but I thought was there, and I talked to enough kids who had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we always get a, a, a stigma about uh, Eastern Kentucky players. I mean, we, like I said, we keep it all honest here that, you know, there were hillbillies and we can't, we don't wear any shoes. We can't, we can't do this. We can't do that. Did you have and, shoes growing up? Oh, you know, I had shoes. It was, it was kind of hard because I, I was growing so fast. I wore, when I was 10, I was wearing like a 12. And so my parents couldn't really hardly find any shoes to, to fit me. So I had to, I had some family members that lived in Atlanta that had to ship me some shoes up here. Oh, I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why would a store in East Kentucky have a size 12? Exactly. Only sh- we have like the, uh, I think we had shoe show at the particular, so that's how old I am. We had shoe show. They, they Never had, heard of it, but okay. <laughs> they, had some, uh, they had one pair of 13s or something. I got those and other uh, other shoes I had to uh Go to send to Atlanta to get me some. That I can see. Yeah. Like, that's a different issue, but you know where I'm coming from. I, I just think there's a stigma. Yes, that's not fair. It's, it's, it's definitely not fair because uh, you mentioned earlier um, the toughness that comes out of Eastern Kentucky. Because I tell everybody we're blue collar. You know, uh, I know Coach Stoops now goes goes to uh, where he's from and brings some um, some players and um, things of that nature up this way. But we do have some good blue collar uh, players that's uh, up in there with the toughness that. Um, uh, that we're looking for. You're looking for it at Kentucky. So, um, it's, but it was unfortunate that at that particular time that we didn't we didn't go that way. Come up to Eastern Kentucky and get some of those players out of there. George Massey, former defensive lineman for Kentucky, kind enough to join us for a couple more minutes. Your number one highlight, I'm guessing, please correct me, was playing in the New Year's Outback Bowl Outback '99. Was that was that the highlight? That was a, that was a very good highlight. You know, we, we were fortunate enough we played Penn State. Uh, during that particular time, it was amazing time. I think that was the uh, put start putting Kentucky back on track because I I don't remember the uh, time frame from bowl games. I think probably the uh, Peach Bowl was the last time they they've probably been to a bowl game since uh, since the Outback. I, I don't was that I the first since Claiborne's Peach? Was that since I, Claiborne? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm, Jimmy, help me out. I think he's right. That's my memory going for Stunker so, here. Yeah, my friend Marty, I think he just ended up uh, fumbling that touch, that uh, interception. Marty I think, Moore. I think Marty Moore Marty fumbled, Moore. That, fumbled that interception. He will there. never live that down. He'll never live that down. So. And I love Marty. You love Marty. I love Marty. Yeah. Love Marty. Marty's today. one of the great guys of all time. He, he is. But, and you know, the funny part is he'd be the last guy that you think would drop something like that. Oh, you, you would think so? So you think so? So everybody might fall, fall, Marty, get on the ground. <laughs> you were screaming, but, "Fall!" That had to be a low moment. Oh man, oh man. But uh, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. But uh, you know that Martin, only, Marty's a great guy. Not only that, but the line is true. He only made a million tackles, and without as many tackles, it'd been tougher to Kentucky to get in that bowl game. He was a hell of a player. Oh yeah, Marty was, Marty was a hell of a player, and had did a has successful a successful uh, NFL career. I think he, you know. 
Played forever. And played forever. Got a, a Super Bowl ring. I think he got a Super yeah. Bowl ring. Yeah, so, he did. And you mentioned earlier, if you keep your nose clean and stay under the radar, stay off, you know, I think you can get some uh, longevity in the NFL. You, you know, keep like I said, keep your nose clean and stay friendly with the coaches and stuff. People love to have that energy around the locker yeah. room. Yeah, you and Marty have the same kind of personalities. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, so. I, I look at this way. As Marty would say, and he said, if a guy couldn't run, I lasted in the league a long time. A long time. But he played special teams and was a really good special teams That's player. All you need. What, what a great way to make a living. You know, you get out there and run down a couple times and you back on the sidelines, you you preserving your body. You know, you take you get a couple good hits in, you're on the sidelines. So, who wouldn't want to do that? I don't know if he's taking it, but he already has past qualified for an NFL pension. Uh, oh yeah. Well, some guys well, wait because it goes up. Yeah. yeah. If so, you wait, I don't know what it is, but uh, but I saw the number years ago. Okay. Whatever Marty could have gotten at forty five, couldn't live on. Pay a lot of bills. Oh yeah. <laughs> and if you, you wouldn't wait, be hurting, you know how that stuff goes. If you wait till you're fifty five, it's a lot more. Oh, yeah. So the and, longer and you wait, the more you get. Long and the longer you play, there's a sliding scale. It goes up. You know how they invest that stuff and that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, okay. You know, Marty will do very, very, very well. Yeah. So I think he's working for a uh, a pharma company now. I think he's a uh, manager. I think at Alcon Pharmaceuticals. I think that's where Marty. Is you guys now. pull pranks on each other much? Uh, in the locker room. Yeah. We, you know, we did. We have a prankster. Uh, God rest his soul. Mark Jacobs used to do stuff like that. He all was, the- I, and I said this. He was nuts. He was nuts. I, and and you know, he was nuts with me. Not that he was <laughs> nuts with me, but the point is, he was nuts with everybody. But he wasn't afraid. Afraid's a bad word. Wasn't uptight. Well, that's not a bad word because he was never uptight. He he was no filter on camera. None. None. And I know none. who was doing sports information. I had a funny conversation. I don't remember who. Would, somebody inside UK. It wasn't a bad conversation, but every time they saw him around me, they cringed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it. Yeah. And I got it. And I didn't. You know, not a ton, but I interviewed him a bunch because yes. he was really good. Mm. And he just said some off the wall stuff. And you know what? He wasn't as crazy, as I thought, think. as people thought. Yeah. Didn't he do NASCAR? He did NASCAR yeah. for a number of years. and um, he He's a pit guy. Yeah, he's a pit guy. Who would have ever thunk it? I would have never thought it. Oh, I can see that. Why? He's strong as an ox. You're right about that. He's strong as an ox, and he had that first step. He did. Okay, so did. as you know, in NASCAR, you need to do you it. You need a real You quick. got three bam, seconds bam. of stuff. No, actually, did I think he would do that? I had no idea. But when I heard that he was doing that, I'm going, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. I mean, Big strong man. Yes. Right. He, he strong he was a, as ox. He's yeah. strong as an ox, and you got to lift those tires. You mm-hmm. know, you could lift the tires. He could lift the tires. Actually, and then for a little while they were starting to get more football players. And when they started doing that, I'm going, Is that right? Yeah. No, I'm no, going. No. Why didn't they use more football players? Mm-hmm. So wow, I didn't know that. Well, think about it. Okay, you're in, you're a football player. Uh-huh. You're used to playing in front of tons of people. You're used to having to make. Instant decisions, decisions yeah. instant reactions. Mm-hmm. You've been trained in a huge arena. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I, when I, I never thought about it until yeah. he did it. I'm going, I don't know. I'm not saying every team should have one, but I would Makes, be recruiting. Yes, makes perfect sense. You know, you're used to the, you're not, uh, you all the distractions and stuff going around you. You're not worried about all that. You're not probably even just. Uh, filtering it out, so uh, makes perfect sense. I can see that. I don't mean to be morbid, but have you lost a bunch of teammates already? I've lost uh, probably five. Jonas Leaning, I, uh, I think, passed away. Uh, Mark Jacobs. Um, you know, it's unfortunate we had um, with, with uh, Jason 
um, we had an accident. We were yeah. about to go play to Tennessee. Yeah. And, oh. You know, we had that. Um, that accident. Actually, I think it was before, before that Jason, bowl game. That before bowl, Jason Watts. Before the, Jason Watts. Before that, the that, Tennessee game. Before the Tennessee game. Yeah. So, you know, we had, you know, uh, I think Artie, it was it was Artie, he passed away, and I don't know if it was, it was another guy. But know, even if you forget, yeah, you the, had a the few. point, point definitely is has a few somewhere of like four to six players. Oh, easy. easy. Okay, so, yes. you know, um, the team from the 70s, They've lost. No, nah, it's a different era. It's twenty years difference. We get that different age. Yeah. How old, George? Um, about to be forty-seven. Oh, that that makes me really feel old. Um, <laughs> but you know that's twenty years difference. You yeah. know, some of the teams from the seventies have lost a lot of players. Mm. Does that make you want to get together more with the fellas? It does, and you know, uh, we you know a lot of us keep together. Uh, you know, stay in touch during Facebook, and a lot of us, you know, during homecoming weekends and stuff, we get together. Good. At K House and good. Uh, wish more people would come back. You know, we, you know, everybody get caught up with their you know lives, and you know their kids are doing things now, or playing in sports and stuff. So I, I get it, but definitely wish we could all get together and. Uh, fellowship and, and, and reminisce about you know some of the times that we had. Lynch, Kentucky, to me, one of the more fascinating places in America. Yes, where U.S. Steel basically. Yeah. Now you correct me if I'm wrong, please. U.S. Steel built the town. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, There's no pretty much. It's basically they did. built the town. They built the town. And, and at one point, Lynch was a thriving, thriving, really community. thriving yeah. community uh-huh. with all kinds of things, money wise, cash. Passing around. It was. Do you want to get more particular, or is that good enough? People. That's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all have moonshine and all that good yeah, stuff yeah, okay. going around. I mean, when there's yeah. cash. In the cash. Yeah, okay. You know. and, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but in Eastern Kentucky, a lot of those jobs, first of all, they'd be good paying jobs in Lexington, but especially in East Kentucky, again, I'm not being disrespectful. No, no, no. Th- those were great jobs, at even more time. so in Eastern Kentucky. Oh, for sure. And it was booming. Booming at that time. And then the mill went away. And now it's uh, and, and Lynch is now a, it's ghost. It's almost it's a like ghost a ghost town. town. My parents still live there. I, you know, I tell you know, I tell a quick story. I my, my father was in the coal mines um, for over twenty four, twenty five years. Oh wow! And so um, and I used to see him coming out of the coal mines, all dirt and things of that nature. I knew at that particular time that's one thing, something I didn't want to do. Uh, so, um, and your knew, parents didn't want you to do it. My parents didn't want me to do it. I was, I was good in sports. I was good in football. You know, I was, uh, uh decent academically. So I put, poured all my stuff. I had three of my buddies, uh, both or two of them played at Eastern. Um, one played at Moorhead. We focused on, uh, all our dad's coal, it was coal miners. We focused on just working our tails off to get, uh, scholarships because, you know, they made good money, but unfortunate enough, they, I don't think they had the means to, afford to, you know, to send us and, and pay for colleges and, and things of that nature. So the only way out was to, you know, make sure we got that, that scholarship to get to where we wanted to be. In Obvious dumb question. When you saw what your dad did, did you work harder oh, hell yeah. in football to say, I got to get the blank I gotta, out? I got to get out. And, and your parents w- would have, if you said you had to go in the coal mines, I bet your mom and dad would have gone crazy. No, oh, they would definitely would have gone crazy. But, uh, uh, because you know, I think some people get lost. They, they don't – when you're in that particular area, you think that's the only place there is, but um, there's a it's, a it's a big world out there. Right, it's a big world out there. Some people get still there to this day, stuck, and there's nothing really. It's nothing really there in in East Kentucky anymore. You know, it's you, not you, even a thousand people, is it? It's it's, it's probably not. It's At probably one not. point, I read this last night because I didn't know the numbers. Uh-huh. I actually try to. I mean, I knew the, the research. Well, yeah, well, I knew I knew the story of Lynch, but there were certain particulars. Honestly, I didn't uh-huh. know. They had like ten thousand workers. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yes. I mean, when it was when it was doing, when it was coal mines really booming, oh man, it was amazing. It was amazing. People would come in from all over. You needed had, a job here in Pennsylvania. You come to Lynch. You come to Lynch. Yeah. And they recruited they all recruited across the country. All across the country to work in uh, UMW, you know, United Steelworkers, um, Arch of Kentucky, and all they, uh, you know, between uh, Lynch and Pikeville and all those particular areas in the eastern part of Kentucky, you know, coal mine was the way of life at that particular time. Uh, can you stay for an extra 15? Yeah, I got Okay. You. Uh, not messing up with your schedule? I thought Jimmy was about to leave us. Don't leave me now, Jimmy! <laughs> Don't leave me now! Can you see, Jimmy, if he would have had an, a year to lift weights from having a quick I need, to work, I need to work out with Jimmy. Jimmy over here swole. I'm trying, I'm trying to look like him. Uh, I'm trying to get down his side. <laughs> well, yeah, but you got to remember, Jimmy's much younger than you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's got... Advantages that you and I don't have. I, said, I, I tell everybody, man, I get tired of going to Walmart and stuff and have to pay an extra two dollars for X, or X. And stuff, so I want to see what it feels like to. <laughs> no, you smaller size. No, you're going to always be X. I probably will. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, probably will. First of all, you don't have a big stomach, but you could lose a little off here. Oh, definitely, Far definitely got around the edge. And, 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 and I got a lot. Appreciate around, it, Alan. You know, <laughs> I have a lot around the edge. So if you're going to say that, but how could you not be a double X with your shoulders? Oh, you're, you're right. Change. You're right. You're right. Unless you, you but know, sound nice, sound good. <laughs> Unless you, you know, starved, went up the mountains, became a yogi, and, and then didn't eat for like 60 days. Man, I was looking at um, Michael Strahan the other day. He had lost a lot of weight. Like yeah. Years ago he did. Um, no, he, not, if you see him now, he is. Even thinner? He's probably about, he's probably about he's, your side. He's gotten real thin. Real thin. Yes. Real he was thin. pretty thin when I saw him. I don't, yeah. I don't watch his show, but uh, he had, when after playing football, he lost a lot of weight. A lot of weight. So, he's lost even more. Yeah, he's 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 real thin. Who, so. Who's the? Uh, he just went in the Hall of Fame. The guy who had over ten thousand snaps without missing one. Oh, Joe the, Thomas. Joe Thomas. Yeah. Did you see what he looked like for the Hall of Fame induction? I did not. He looked. Jimmy, you saw it. Did you see it? He looked almost oh, emaciated. Wow. Now he had lo- he quickly lost sixty pounds, really quick mm. after playing football. Wow. And, and he, there was a story about the fact that he had to eat extra meals. Even when he played pro ball, never had a stomach. Yeah. When he played pro ball, and he hated it. So he said eating less was easy because I didn't want to do, do it. And you know, he I think he does the bike and stuff like that. You know, stuff that he doesn't lift like he did before. Yeah, he still lifts apparently, but it's light stuff. Wow, Jimmy, he's showing me this picture of. He looks like it. he's lost a good eighty pounds since easy. he played. Well, I easy. saw him a picture of him about a year after he retired, and he was much bigger than that. And so mm-hmm. this is like. Like from when he played football to the first picture was huge. This picture is just about as huge. I mean, he's he was six six three twelve when he played. Wow! And now yeah, he's and, and no stomach and no stomach and thin at three twelve. Yeah, wow, and now he's he's probably dropped down to like probably two forty. I bet Jeez. he's less. Yeah. Jeez. No, no, I think he's less because I think he was under two forty. Like a year after he played pro ball, and he's he's like shredded up. Man, I mean, he he's is, yeah, he is ripped. Yeah, yeah, he's ripped. Man, he is ripped to shreds. See, I need see, to call. I need you to have, email him. You, or have, you have a goal. I do have. You a goal. You can do that. Definitely, definitely. It's 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 for some people go that way, and some people go the opposite way. So um, I mean, you don't you don't have to carry that weight, especially as an offensive lineman. You know, it's unhealthy to carry. It is that unhealthy. Weight you know what I tell him. my you know what I tell my wife. If I lost 60 pounds, under this is all this muscle. She goes, shut up. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> I lost 50 and put it back. And um, guess what? It still wasn't shredded. 
no, so, no. I, it, I, I will never be Nabisco shredded wheat. Man, it's more. It's more. I tell everyone, it's more about being healthy now. Than anything. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to. You know, you know, high blood pressure, cholesterol, and all that stuff. Trying to avoid all staying off medication. Well, okay. You know, you know, Alvin Rice, Alvin K. Rice, as I like to be called, mm-hmm. from Paris. Yes. He did the show. The did the whole show, which we weren't planning on. It was. Would you say that was a really fun show? Oh, that was uh, very it, fun. I, I mean, I've known him for 40 years. Wow. And, and, and I, I told the story the other day. I can't tell you how many times on a Friday night. Every week, no. Multiple times every season. Oh, yeah. That I would call him up, 10 after 11. Alvin, help. I need this score. I mean, he's everybody's friend. The doctor <laughs> of sports. I, you don't like him, you have a problem. You have a problem. Something you know, wrong with you. And, and he, um, he also opened up about his cancer. Mm. which didn't surprise me. And I asked him, but it's been on Facebook. Otherwise, if it yeah. wasn't, you if it was private... This is a no-filter show. I would ask him before. Yes. And even I have. I mean, I'm going to do it the right way. way, Yeah. I mean, do I know some things about people who sat across me I wouldn't dare ask? Yeah. Yeah. That's not the purpose of the show. I can be no-filter, but I have to respect. get permission. I have to respect. Well, I have to respect you. And otherwise, first of all, number two, all these, I've been so fortunate with a guest. Number two, nobody would show up, but that's, that's not the reason. The reason is. You got to be right with people, yes, and I've exactly. always tried to be right with yeah, people. Yeah. If I wasn't right with you, would you be sitting here? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> and, and, no, and you know what? So yeah, I can yeah, I can so, consider myself fortunate. Yeah, for, yeah. You know when I said, "Would you do the show?" And you months ago, you said, "Yeah, yeah. just tell me one." Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and and as of about six weeks ago, over two hundred different guests have done this show. Different guests mm-hmm. since October thirty first. Wow. How lucky am I? You're very lucky. Kindness go a long way. Kind as well. well I'm showing, I didn't showing do it for that reason. You know, you know, being um, being kind to people and people return that favor uh, to you. So they don't see. Oh, Alan wasn't a jerk. He was always uh, he was always kind and always showed love to me. So you know, I can you know come in and do a show. So yeah, it, 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 it and favor. most guys say they're having fun. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's just laid back. You know, having all you talking sports. You you know shooting the stuff about your you know history of your hometown. It's, it's, it's a great time to reminisce about them and things. And you have a great deal of pride that you're from Lynch, don't you? Oh, oh, all day. See, all Jimmy, day. I think that's really cool. All day. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, it makes you who, uh, the man you are today. Uh, it, it builds uh, the character that you have. And um, like I said, you blue card, your work ethic. So it, it made me who I am today. Now, before so. we go to break, are you now going to take a look at uh, – I'm going blank on the lineman. I, we just said the name. Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas and try to look like Joe. Uh, I, I think I want to try. That's a goal. That's really? A goal. That's a goal to look like. So I need to go to the uh, you know, lot tonight and start hitting it. Well, I, I bet if you Google his name, there's a lot of articles on him with mm-hmm. him losing weight and stuff like that. Somewhere I bet you'll find what he's done. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to definitely look into that. He looks amazing. He looks amazing. So um, to know he was at 300 and some pounds, plus pounds, and to where he is now is that's, that's tremendous work. That's uh, tremendous work. I'm sorry. Last one. I know we're late for a break, and I want to say that this is not bragging, saying this on purpose, okay? So Ivan Rice, the doctor of sports, was here, and he opened up about his cancer mm-hmm. and his prostate cancer, and he lost his dad from that. Now mm-hmm. his brother has cancer and stuff like that. So um, I have never talked about this on radio, so I'm just going to say this. I had a problem in my mid-40s mm-hmm. where I failed a cancer test. Okay. And the cancer test was a 90% accuracy test. I was one of the 10%. That was a wow. quiet weekend. Matter of fact, wow. you know, when they say, yeah, we'll do an appointment three months down the road. Well, when it happened, they said, we're, we're cutting you open on Monday. It was, so was that, Friday. So, it was okay. whatever. So I got lucky. But my PSA was high. It was, yeah. it was high. And so uh, I took some natural stuff, and I talked my doctor, who I still with to this day, Slaybaugh Jr., and I think the world of him. 
I really do. Mm-hmm. I've been with them 25 years. Yeah. But I kind of pushed him a little bit and said, I need something really all natural. Mm-hmm. And he made some suggestions. He really helped me out tremendously. And I, I called the Mendoza line. I was, <laughs> I was always close after that. It went down enough that I was always okay, mm-hmm. but it was something you have to watch like a lot yeah, of men. Yeah. And so after, you know, you got to go back for three months and then six months yeah. after about a year or so, I could go every year. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going every six months. There are some particular reasons neither here nor there. When I retired, and I'm doing this not for me, I'm not doing this for me. For all the guys and gals out there, I had, had a couple goals. One was to lose a lot of weight, which I did, but I put it back. I failed, just being straight. The other was, my first goal was to get rid of inflammation. I've done all kinds of reading on health books. and stuff. Like, to say I've done 100 books and about half of them are health and stuff like that is pretty close since yeah. I retired. Uh-huh. I'm into it like crazy. Drive my wife crazy and whatever. So you can be skinny and have inflammation. Oh, yes, you can. You can be fat and have inflammation. So I eat organic, not 100% of the time, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anybody, somebody's doing more. Somebody's always doing more. But mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who eats as many organic greens as I do now. Wow. And by the way, my wife will tell you, for about 35 years of my marriage, greens, that's a dirty, that's a four-letter word. <laughs> you know, I, I eat greens every day. Wow. Kale, this, that, every day, all organic. Uh-huh. So the first time I went tested, this is for everybody else, not for me. The first time I got tested after I retired, and I don't remember what it was, I was going, it was about five or six months later, my number dropped 60%. Wow. That's what the doctor said. Wow. He said, what are you doing? And I told him that he said, well, just keep on doing it. Wow, that's so, amazing. And, and, and I, I went yesterday. It's funny, he, Ivan was here two days ago, and I said, it's funny, appointments are set up a long time in advance. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going tomorrow, which was yesterday. I got my results back. I'm a two for a 70-year-old. And you can see, I need, come on, you know me really well. I need to lose weight. And there's wow. no doubt in my mind it's because of what I eat. Here's my point. This is not Cutler bragging. I'm telling you, everybody out there, take a look at what you eat. That's all I'm saying. And I, and I tell everybody this. I know you have to go to a break. Yeah, a body is like the finest car. You, I mean, if you go out and buy a Mercedes, you got to put 95, 96 octane um, in the in the car to make it run. Right? They don't recommend 87. So your body is the same thing. What you put in is what you're going to get out. Right. So you put right. in good things, you don't get good things out of it. You put in junk, you're going to get junk out of it. So uh, same same scenario. So two. Same thing. A two. My yeah. wife even said I'm proud of that's, you. Yeah, and that's, congratulations that's on that. That's the lowest. Now, it's been under it's been under three for quite a while. Mm-hmm. It's been over four, too. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. When you're over the Mendoza yeah. line. And, and I know some people that were much higher than that. So, mm-hmm. But the, the fact is, there's no my doctors, there's no question what I'm eating. All I'm saying, guys, guys, go get tested. And then look in the mirror. If you're high... <clears throat> Just consider changing what you, what you eat, changing what you and, eat, and organic veggies yeah. that aren't sprayed. Mm-hmm. Not perfect. I'm just saying, if I can go from where I was to where I am today, why am I any different from anybody else? Yeah, exactly. It, it's it, it's the same thing. Yeah, living testimony. Okay, right so here. what do you weigh now? I'm, we're gonna do this. I'm so, gonna, and then we're going to a break. About two eighty. Two eighty. Okay, Jimmy. I'm gonna get on greens. I'm okay, start eating greens. Okay, Jimmy. Okay, help me out here. Yeah. Okay. What do you think he should weigh if he's gonna be shredded now? We're going to embarrass you. Would I embarrass you? Oh, no. To be shredded? Yeah. Uh, no, I thought you were going to say yes. <laughs> no. Well, you have no. to understand. Heck we bust no. each other. Do we bust Bethany each other's chops, chops all the time? Shops. As a matter of fact, it's usually who sees each other first gets uh-huh. the first shot. Yeah, so. If you could get down look, to look. 240, I'd say. 240? Yeah. I okay. Think. Okay. Maybe I even 250. 250? I think if you'd like 30 pounds, that would be, I mean, yeah. 
I would say two fifty because yeah. coming coming out of high school, I was two fifty, and I was pretty 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 shredded. I think you can get to two thirty. Two thirty? Yeah, and that's not be, like not that would like, be amazing. It's not like I'm saying. It's not like I'm saying one ninety. Mm. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying. My, yeah, my, no, I'm not doing something stupid. First yeah. of all, you got to stand. George is in really good shape. You look like you're in really good shape. My wife would have a fear if I got in one. I think she likes no, the size of them. I understand. <laughs> I feel like I can protect her a little bit. But so. <laughs> no, you can't be. I mean, you could be. You wouldn't look right at 190. Oh, heck. Do I think you can get to 230? I do. Oh, that's good. Mm. But seeing the guy that uh, he just showed me, that's that's a goal right there. Goal. That. That's, you know, he can do that at that took some. There's another guy that played for the Broncos, Orlando Franklin, that I found. He was the same size, yeah. 315. Oh. He uh, He's down to two, 235 in that picture. He's the same as like 6'6", six, six, you know, 315. Well, and I remember him. He had a, now, the difference is he had a belly. He oh, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He had a belly. So, but he did the same thing. Changed what he, but he. Jeff Saturday, I think he was. He's like. Mm-hmm. He's lost he, a ton of weight also. Ton of weight well, he was never a big lineman. Yeah, he yeah, was like three. He had a push to get to three hundred five, three hundred eight. Yeah. I've heard him tell that story. Oh, and I think he's two sixty something. He's like right that. around there. He's still a big man. Yeah, yeah. If you he get looks to, good. If he looks you, good. Yeah, I mean, if you get to two thirty, you're still going to be a big man. You know, I got to uh, two sixty before. Uh, COVID and when COVID hit, everything shut down and I shut down. So it started, started snacking on pretty much everything and it got back up to, like everybody probably did, got, got gained some those are COVID pounds that they, they say. Coming up, we're going to talk about the program and what you think about the program. Okay. And the pride I think you probably have about the program. Oh, for sure. Where it's changed dramatically mm-hmm. and how excited you are for the season. I am. I have a bad habit of having former players on. We never talk about the teams <laughs> because we always, what do we always end up doing, Jimmy? Just reminiscing, reminiscing, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I, I think people like. Yeah, Allen been he's been around for a number of years and saw a lot and seen a lot of players. So uh, you get caught up in just reminiscing about good old days. The pride of Lynch, Kentucky, and, and I knew you I, without asking you because I know you. I knew that you have a lot of pride being from Lynch, and I think mm-hmm. George, that's spectacular. Mm-hmm. George Massey, kind enough to join us. He's going to someday be two thirty. I'm going to shame you into it. Two thirty. Okay. Hey, if you get to 250. <laughs> 50 pounds is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. So, I'm you get to 250. I won't get to 250. Okay. That's my, that's, you know, I'm but, a, so you heard it here today on the 24th day of August. Uh, by when? This day probably take you uh, a, little, a, year, a little less than a year. Okay, let's. I, I'll do a competition with you because I got to lose weight. I'm really, okay. I'm honestly that. frustrated with my weight. Okay. I, I got it this morning because I won't lie. I'm ashamed to say I was 239. I'm ashamed to say I'm 239. Okay. I, I, so I lost. 50, what's your goal? What's I your lost goal? fifty pounds, and I got down to two hundred two, and I couldn't break two hundred. Really ticked me off. <laughs> and I went from two hundred two, two hundred five, two hundred two, two hundred five. I went up, and back up, and back up, and back, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden started going up. And once I hit two twenty, I just whatever. I want to be one ninety five. Mm. So that's uh, forty four pounds. We'll say if I lose forty pounds and get under two hundred, I'll be ecstatic. Exactly. Yes. Two hundred. Mm-hmm. So. Let's make a little bet. I need to lose 40 pounds. You're going to lose 30? Mm-hmm. We should try to lose the same amount. Okay. I'll go, so what I can do, I'll go 40. I'll go you 40. Want, well, if you don't, well, I'll go 30 for 30 for you with you or 40 for 40? 40 for, let's go 40 for 40. 40 for 40. Okay. And how long time period do we have? Uh, Jimmy, what, what, what's a good time frame? And by the way, yeah, I know you wouldn't do it anyway. No drugs. Uh, I don't. Oh, do, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm organic. No, I don't, no. you know, I wouldn't. I, do, I need to be organic. So Give me a time period. I would say some, my initial initial thought was six months. I think that's, but that's okay. I mean, that's about, what, eight pounds a month? 
That's, that's we can do it in that's less. That's a good bit. Yeah. Okay. Do that. Okay. September, October, November, December. Say, is January first too soon? A little over yeah. four months. Is that not fair? That's that's pushing it. That's a. I mean, that's, that's aggressive. Go. That's that's, that's, a, that's aggressive. Then let's not do that. Is February first? That's five months and a few days. What about Super Bowl Sunday? That sounds second good. week of February. Second week of February. Well, that's a great idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Okay, so we're going to write this down. Second week of February. Second week of February. Okay, so what does the loser get? What does the winner get? Um, what's a, what's a good? Uh, and and, 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 and do after all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't say a bag of potato chips. Oh, organic I'm, wings or something. <laughs> you know I'm ashamed to say, but I did it. I enjoyed it. For 14 years, I did the Bengals radio network. Uh-huh. So when they were on the road, I did it from the studio. Not every game. Just about mm. 14 years. Mm. When I was done, that means my week was over. Mm. And I would get a big bag of Lay's potato chips. Mm. And I always ate the whole thing before I wow. got home. And almost always, you know that sign that says Fayette County? Mm-hmm. When you're coming from Cincinnati? Yes. Almost always before Fayette County. And I loved it. I, hey. miss, I miss potato chips. Oh, man. I miss potato chips. So, see, uh, see, I'm the type of person. I, you know, I could hold off and just. I'm. I might try to intermediate fasting thing. I've been getting. I've been getting a lot of that lately on my social media. Feed, That's how so. I lost fifty pounds. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But the problem is, I'm not doing it now. Okay, For example, so I cheated last night. When I do intermittent fasting, I lose weight quickly. Okay. If I do intermittent fasting between now, now, okay. When I did, I did it for a year and a half. Did I ever cheat? Yes. Did I cheat 10 days for a year and a half? Did not. Yeah. Did, that's good. did, did that's not. Good. That's good. Somewhere between five and 10, five and seven. So, and when I cheated, it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't like I was doing it three hours yeah. later or that kind of stuff. And I lost 50 pounds pretty quick. I don't think you can d- just deny yourself from everything. I think you, you fall off the wagon when you start doing stuff like that. Yeah. So See, I don't, I don't have that. Saying, I don't, don't have that. Every, I don't have that problem. I do. I do. No, I'm no. the same way. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean, do I ever cheat? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean I won't eat non-organic grass-fed beef. Won't do it. Now, um, if I go to New York, will I cheat and have a pastrami sandwich? Yeah, yeah. I am not going to New York and not, not have, have a pastrami so, sandwich. So, yeah. so I've cheated once this year that way. See, you got your little. Oh, I don't think twice way. about that. I don't think twice. If if I, I'm not going back to New York this year. But I went to New York this year. Would I have another pastrami sandwich? Yeah. Well, actually, I should have had two. <laughs> yeah, you should have so, had two while you're up there. You okay, you're gonna be going for the, the way our schedule too. was. It just didn't work out. The point is. I'm not perfect. Don't try to be perfect. Oh, no. Huh. But I'm pretty close. Oh, yeah. So, so I put the weight back, not by eating poorly, by eating late at night, night. too much. Yeah, that or just sleeping on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is, I think I'm an idiot. I think I'm dumb. Especially if you're eating, eating the wrong So make it, you want to think about it in the break? What We should do not, we not something outrageous. Yeah. Something for a pride factor. Think about yeah, it. We, we, we think, think we have. Yeah, we got to think about it. We got to do something. Jimmy, you, you're, you're smirking. What do you think? I'm just trying to think of, of what a good reward slash punishment not that it's punishment but I, what I, it would be I, I want a big bag of lace potato chips <laughs> hey hey we can do that I, I, want, I want a big bag of I lace. can buy you a not, big bag of lace potato chips not the baked ones the real ones oh, oh no oh, oh the no. real ones no 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 nice yellow bag yeah if I'm good, if you know the funny thing is I wonder if I would get sick eating them you might because I used to do it all the time. So, so mouth would all get all sore from oh, all the salt. but it might be worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you start swelling from all the salt. And <laughs> oh, shut up, George <laughs> Massey. Kind of, and Jimmy. You know what, Jimmy? You're not helping. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, I can. Yeah. He's, he's always as he stabs me in the back. He's always trying. <laughs> it's always we, you know what? This is the all-time record of being this late for a break. Oh my goodness! I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I, so. I feel and, pretty good. Yeah, I broke a record, Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, we always get the commercials in, and I sincerely appreciate every sponsor. Seriously, there's no me without sponsors. So please don't My get fault. it. Uh, no, it's not your <laughs> fault. It is not your fault. It's, I'm the one with the big mouth. Ramon Cariega, acupuncture. See him every week. Not too far from the studio. Blue Lotus Health. 859-533-0914. 859-533-0914. As Ramon says, and I trust him tremendously, so does Judy. Uh, doesn't treat AIDS, cancer, surgery. And he says, maybe dentistry? But think about it. Pain, back, neck, shoulder, sciatica. Myopathy, metabolism issues, autoimmune, confusion, headache, dizziness, seizure. Seriously, he's helped people who couldn't get pregnant get pregnant. Done it many, many, many times. I've told a couple of these stories before. Seriously, guarantee it? No. No, you can't do that. Silly. First of all, you get sued, and second of all, but his record is off the charts. I'm serious. I trust him. He's one smart dude. 859-533-0914. The trust is important to me. I trust him. 859-533-0914. Blue Lotus Health. Acupuncture. Needles. Chinese medicine. It's beautiful. 859-533-0914. More with George Massey next. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by the Don Franklin Family of Dealerships. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle. And we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. When you're a Republic Bank customer, your financial life is always close at hand. The Republic Bank mobile app makes it easy to deposit checks, pay bills, and send money to friends and family from almost anywhere. Plus, you can view your transaction history, transfer funds, and even find the nearest banking center or ATM all from your mobile device. Republic Bank, it's just easier here. Message and data rates may apply from your wireless carrier. Member FDIC. It's summertime, and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game, or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up, and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including planters, nuts, buy two tubes, get one free, and assorted Pringles large cans, two for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop, return, refresh, refuel. Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to A.J. Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle. And we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. 
Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. When you're a Republic Bank customer, your financial life is always close at hand. The Republic Bank mobile app makes it easy to deposit checks, pay bills, and send money to friends and family from almost anywhere. Plus, you can view your transaction history, transfer funds, and even find the nearest banking center or ATM all from your mobile device. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. Message and data rates may apply from your wireless carrier. Member FDIC. W223-CV Lexington. ESPN Sports Radio 1392.5. WLXG Lexington. An LM Communications Broadcasting Station. The only no-filter sports show in Kentucky. It's the Alan Cutler Show with award-winning TV sportscaster Alan Cutler. <clears throat> George Massey. Hey. Big George, pride of Lynch, Kentucky. Big time lineman for Kentucky back in the 1990s. 19, yeah, 1996 long, to 2000. Yeah, long, long time ago. <laughs> um, now that Stoops has turned it, how much pride do you have in this program and how frustrating at times has it been through the years? Because I know you love Kentucky. Yes, it's, it's, it's very powerful to put uh, – to have Kentucky back on, um, put, um, Stu's putting Kentucky back on the map of, you know, you know, I'm back on the radar. You know, we used to be, Kentucky used to be, oh, you, you're the worst team in the SEC and things of that nature. And um, people say, oh, you should be in a different conference and stuff like that. But the, the, the changes that Stoop has made and put us on the map is exciting to see at this uh, in this day and age. You know what was one of the dumb things that people would say? Let me, let me take off on this for a second. Yeah, Kentucky should go to another conference. Okay. One, whether you like it or not, and you tell me if I'm wrong, right? You will mm-hmm. tell me if I'm yeah. wrong. Okay. Even when Kentucky was bad, and they've had a lot of bad years and things have changed. Just mm-hmm. it is it's reality is reality it is. A lot of the players who came here would not come here if they were in a different conference. Because I can't tell you, remember. I've interviewed hundreds of UK's football players, mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds through the years. So maybe I have a little bit of knowledge that way. You have a lot of knowledge with your time, plus you know a lot of other guys from a lot of different years because you get to meet each other yes. and stuff like that. Yes. So many guys through the years told me that one of the big reasons they came here because this was a Southeastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Now, there were some kids, and I can't think of names off the top of my head, but whatever, there were kids from Georgia who came here. Let's say Georgia didn't want them. Yeah. And some of them, like Wesley Woodard, my gosh, what a great career he had. So some of the guys that got from Georgia and other places were really good football players. Mm-hmm. Either Georgia overlooked them, Georgia made a mistake, or they had other players they thought were better. Yeah. Not the point. But the point is, there's a lot of guys like Wesley Woodard never would have come here if you moved to a different conference. So people people have this thing, well, you know, they'll get the same players. No! You get better coaches who are better recruiters mm-hmm. to get better players, and you fix the facilities. The you don't fix the problem by giving up. You fix the problem by fixing the problem. That always drove me nuts. Am I wrong? You are 100% correct. So, uh, you, like I said, it's, you know, people want to play in the best conference, especially the best conference out there in the SEC. So, uh, you know, we, you know, Stoops have drawn in those particular with the facilities that he's done that they didn't build with uh, and things. And it's you know, top-notch facilities and People want to play for in the SEC. Nobody wants to play in some of the other conferences out there. They want to play where they're going to be on TV every weekend. And, uh, you know, I tell everybody, you got the different helmets and stuff now. You got the different – it's like a fashion show out there now. So, uh, 
And people, kids want to, kids gravitate to that now. So, wouldn't you love to have the training table they have now? Oh my God! <laughs> I was, you know, I, you know, I did a tour over there. Now they have people making the food and make if the linemen need to get to a certain weight, they make sure they're, you know, eating certain food. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't even have this discussion. We're talking about losing weight if we we're on that training table. No, we have. Food. They let you eat whatever you want. Yeah, no, we have food designed for us to make us lose weight. So uh, specifically, oh, Alan, Alan's supposed to eat this every day. And George's supposed to eat this every day to get the weight, get to the weight they need to be. So we don't have to worry about that. Bill Curry wanted you always lighter, and I always thought at times that was a bad mistake. Um, he he did, and, you know. Uh, Coach, it worked for him, worked but for him. a lot of guys. Freddie Maggard has told me that. That was a mistake Curry made because guys were getting pushed around in the trenches because they weren't big enough and strong enough. Yeah, I would agree 100%. If you look at the Alabamas and uh, some of the bigger bigger teams out there, they're linemen with 6'7", uh, 330 pounds plus. You can't move those guys. You have a defensive lineman who's banging with somebody like that every you know every down. That wears, that wears some guys down. So. Um, I think definitely you need those big those big guys up front. What was it, Oxidine who lost a bunch of weight to get thin, and he lost so much weight he lost his strength? Like his strength, yeah. yeah. That's I mean, like, I, Sam, like Samson or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I see getting rid of your belly, but, you, you know, he's 280 pounds. He was too light. Yeah. So and we had that same thing. Same thing happened with, uh, Coach, when Coach Mummy was here. He tried to put the, you know, with the defensive lineman, you know, um, getting the smaller guys on the defensive line, you couldn't. You couldn't do that because you needed some some heavyweight guys up there to be able to pound with those offensive linemen. Okay, Jimmy, we have a new rule now. Okay, okay, he just put he put this up. Fun conversation with former UK defensive lineman George Massey and uh, Cutler eighteen live in studio. If you missed it, you can check out the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and at wlsg.com. Now that's the perfect thing, except for one thing: we have a new rule. You oh. know what he did? Look at what look what Jimmy did. Oh, let me okay, see. could he have shot it a little tighter so my belly doesn't look so big? Oh, <laughs> Oh, you're lying. Oh, you're lying. No, you did that on purpose, didn't you? I don't mean a tight shot, but I mean just a couple inches. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, see, so, I need to, so I need to not frame it that – keep it just, you know, a lot of uh, dead space in the picture? Oh, no. Is that, say, you're not a good enough photographer to do a better job <laughs> than that? Hey, hey, oh, was, come on. Stop I was it. talking about my stuff around here earlier, about my round mound. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that, I think it looks like a good picture. I think it looks like an excellent picture, man. You look good. Except for my belly. Oh, man. So. Oh, man. You know, it's amazing. You're, you're 280, and you've got less of a belly than I do. Hey, man, I can't. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so now, <laughs> when Stoops got here, did okay. you think he'd be this good? I did not. I did not. So, you know, you hear the, you hear the uh, Stoops name. Uh, you know, his brother, you know, is well-known, and you really didn't know about, um, uh, you know, Stoops, uh, but – um, so I didn't think he would have the success that, you know, you know I thought he would be successful, but the way he's uh, doing the half the program turnaround now, it's been an awesome experience, an awesome thing to see. The day he was hired with that big dog and pony show they had at the uh, field house, I went on TV and I said it just like this. If he's any good, it's going to take five years because this program is in worse shape than people understand. Yes. That was my stand-up on TV. Mm. If he's any good. Because I think, and this is not a new, first of all, every coach that comes in when it's a rebuilding job, I, they always say the same thing. This was so much worse than I thought. I'm not, mic, not mimicking stoops, but everybody does it. I mean, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. You know, Bill Curry comes in, can't believe how slow the team was. I mean, come on. Every coach, Jerry Claiborne, I can't believe, every coach does it. I think partly to make themselves look good if they start recruiting better. I think there's a thing inherently in their coaches <laughs> that they just want to cover their what. 
cover their tails. Yeah, they're covering their tails. I'm not ripping them for that, but how many times can you tell me that when everybody tells you that? You know, mm. but sometimes the cupboard's full. When's the last time I've heard a coach say the cupboard's full? I mean, with, you know, Calvin yeah. Perry, there was no cupboard. No cupboard. It was yeah. empty. It was empty, and yeah. the, I will always say that the job he did recruiting John Wall in that group is the greatest recruiting I have ever seen in a short time period. And you know what people say? Ah, it's Kentucky. B.S. You think John Wall was coming here if oh, Gillespie was a coach? You think Cousins was coming here if Gillespie was a coach and to do it on a dime? So it, it's just it's just baloney. So it's just to me, it's just nonsense. Oh yes, you know, and to see and knew you switched over to uh, Cal, see what some of the things that he's he's done to get some of those players here was amazing. Like he said, Gillespie, there's no way John Wall comes. I think I saw a documentary on it. He was probably going to what Carolina, yeah, he was going or North Carolina, North Carolina, yeah. something like that. And he, you know, and it's understandable. It's, it's, it's definitely the history and program that they have being under um, their coach. And so I would definitely, if I had the opportunity to go there, I would have gone there too. Okay, so can Kentucky in football ever become number one in the East or ever become number one, ever become number one in the Southeastern Conference? I think so. I think they can. They're still going to have to get some of those those recruits um, that Georgia and Alabama are getting. They're going to have to do a hell of a job stealing some of those, those kids. Um, but I think uh, – Georgia's on a hell of a streak right now. They really are. I, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to tough, tough to to get to where they are, because you know kids want to go where you know they go to national championship every year, and that's you know kids are gravitating um, want to gravitate to that. So, but I think if Stoops and the staff he have over there can you know get some of those kids and build those kids and get them bought into the program, they can definitely be a contender to um, to to be in the SEC championship. In my humble opinion. Can you believe I use the word humble, Jimmy? I know, right? In, in the same sentence. <laughs> Neither one of you are chomping on me for using the word humble. Mm. Wow, you guys are getting soft. <laughs> in my humble opinion, he's now at the point. You had to get to this level. He's got Cutter Bowley coming in next year. He's got that kid from Pennsylvania who's also just as highly regarded mm-hmm. coming the year after that. Do I think they'll both end up staying long-term? No, but that's not being negative. Yeah. That's just life as we know yeah, it. Yeah. If he keeps Lee and Combe, who is going to be a head coach sometime, and that's how they'll lose him, and, he, and Brad White's going to be a head coach, and that's how we'll lose mm-hmm. him. But then hire the next Liam Combe, which I think will be easier this time yeah. because Liam might recommend the right person. The point is this. Quarterbacks now is the key. It's always the key, but now it's the key it's more the key, than ever yeah. before because with a great quarterback, as you know, you can elevate a program. They now have enough around a great quarterback if they can get a great quarterback that they could win some games that they couldn't have won seven years ago because they didn't have enough talent around it. Now they're getting that kind of quarterback. I think Leary is going to be that kind of quarterback. And I think Kentucky has a shot of beating some people that they wouldn't have beaten last year Mm -hmm. because Levis was hurt, and I think Leary's going to be a better quarterback. I've been saying it forever. That's not the point. You can get great quarterbacks – that's the next step for this program, and one begets another. And also, I think the next step that you have to have, you have to have depth. I think that's, you know, we definitely need to have that. Uh, if you look at your Alabamas and your Georgias, their, their second and third team could be their first, <laughs> you know. Well, so Can I so, respectfully disagree? Oh, yes, you can. Okay, thank you very much. Here's where I'm going to, until kids leaving like they are, couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Jimmy, if you can find it really quick, help me out. Um, at least four 
might have been five offensive linemen for Alabama left. Okay? Mm-hmm. Kentucky, now they all, none of them were going to start. None of them were going to start. They lost mm, a huge chunk of their backup wide receivers. So I, I think you were right forever. Here's where I'm going to disagree. As you know, kids aren't staying. They're not so doing. a lot of kids who would be second string at Georgia and maybe wait a turn, some will still wait. Some are going to leave quicker. You're correct. And, and because right. of that, in an odd way, that could help Kentucky. It could. It could help Kentucky because, look, I give Stoops and those guys and Vince and those guys a great deal of credit re- rekindling and retooling the offensive line. We'll see how the kids do, but I think they did a really good job, and we'll see. And they have, it looks like, legitimate depth. Yes. They, so. they had a scramble to do it, and they got it from different places. Yes. So, uh, George, I'm gonna dis- I think the game has changed that much. All can, in yeah, the I last year. I can see that. I can see they that. They had five leave. Five leave. And zero transfer in. Yes. As far as life. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. And, 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 but, and, it, and the reason why zero transferred in is because you're, if you're transferring to Alabama, Alabama will take a transfer, yeah. but you expect them to start. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't remember the number. And if you have it, Jimmy, fine. If not, fine. They brought in a whole bunch of. Four and five stars, so they're going to be the backups. They have no experience. And no experience. So in Alabama's backup offensive linemen, I'm going to guess without knowing they have more true freshmen backup offensive linemen than they've ever had under Saban would be my guess because of that. And so now the kid who's, who's going to be back up at Kentucky wasn't going to start at Alabama anyway. Mm-hmm. But apparently the other kids that left Alabama were, and I'm not knocking the young man who came here because he was a great lineman in high school. It's a great get for Kentucky. Help me out, Jimmy. I can't think of a young man's name. The Kentucky kid who went to Alabama came in. The other, the other linemen who left were thought, of in, were thought of in higher regard. This kid is good too. The point is mm-hmm. it's changed, and keeping kids is going to be difficult, as you know. That's, so that's true. because that's of true. that – there could be a year where all of a sudden Alabama has a hole that they can't fix. Yeah, I, 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 you know, since you brought you brought that point, of, uh, I would I would agree with that one hundred percent because the, you you can change your program around in an instant with these transfer portal and things of that nature. You can go from being the, uh, the bottom of the barrel to you know you get some kids good kids to transfer in and you can be national championship. I don't and, know. And the, I, I, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I don't know about that, but. Uh, I, I think you can go from a have not to a to a yeah, decent yeah, team, yeah, yeah. So, you know, quickly, quickly that quickly, way, quickly, yeah. quickly that Tanner way. Bowles was the transfer yes. in from Alabama. Yeah, and okay. Kentucky really wanted him. He went to Alabama, and he was considered wasn't considered a top lineman in the state. Yeah, yeah, and there was a lot of schools that. Let's put it this way: if Tanner Bowles came here out of high school, would he have already mm-hmm. been a starter? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But he went to Alabama. Yeah, kids don't have to wait anymore. They don't have to wait. Okay, I don't. That's just one of the things that happens with you know with the portal. I, you know, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to start. Right. I don't have to wait around on you. I can go to somewhere else and and, and probably play right away. So um, yeah, because it, it's changing. I, it's I, definitely changing. There are going to be some teams who have more nil money. Wink, wink. However, they do it. Last question. And thank you so much for your time, George. Are oh, you welcome? I need some NIL money. God's going to say, how jealous are you <laughs> that you never got a piece of the pie? Man, I'm so jealous, man. That these kids are gotten, getting deals with Paul Miller Ford and all these places. I'm like, goodness gracious, Yeah, man. but you're a defensive lineman. How much do you think you would have gotten? If I could have got a couple dollars, I would have been fine. You'd have gotten five, a couple. I'm just <laughs> thinking what kind of food places I know, could have gotten you know, I, need, I need Fazoli's, Fazoli's or something or, you know, Subway. Or, with all due respect to Fazoli's with a training table, now <laughs> – would you go to Fazoli's? Oh heck no! Okay, and, that, and <laughs> it's not. No. A, I mean, come on, I, 
We've been to Fazoli's many times, so that's not a maybe Tony's game. right now. Right no, okay, yeah, maybe okay. Tony's, yeah. Uh, Jeff Ruby, some. You could eat great steak every day today at Kentucky. Oh yes. Could you eat great steak when you played there uh, every day? Oh. Uh, Did they have it every day? No. Was it a special deal? Uh, well, no, we ate it at the University Commons. We didn't have uh, you know a little training. Table. How good was the food at the Commons? Oh man, it was. It wasn't the best. So. <laughs> okay. Now there are chefs. Oh man, they have chefs and stuff now. So you, you know? could eat steak every day at Kentucky and still be at a really good weight. Oh, definitely easy, easy. If would you eat steak every day if you're at Kentucky? You get tired of it after a while. Oh no, you ain't nothing but a good steak, man. A good steak, I can you can eat that every day. Steak and eggs. Egg. And some greens. And some, and some greens. Okay, so, one, sincerely, thank you for your thank time. Thank you so much for having me. Al. This was F-U-N. I told you it'd be fun. Oh, you did? I didn't you lie, did yeah, I? Yeah, he did. He, he should have got me on earlier, so I don't know what you're waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, he kept promising me, now. Oh, I'm going to get you on, I'm going to get you on, man. It took about two years. I haven't done the show for two years. <laughs> you're busting my chops. You know, whatever the record is, Jimmy, of busting each other's chops, you know what the bad news is? As much as I bust people, we're... we're we're like neck and neck. It's been pretty even. I've been oh. keeping tabs over here. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. okay. And, and let's, if it is even, you know what that means? You win in Jimmy's book. Okay. Right? Okay. Am I right? Okay. Yeah, if it, yeah, if it's even, Ty goes to the guest. It goes to the guest. Ty's always sounds, good. Sounds and, good and he likes the name George better than Alan. Oh, man. Okay, so, okay, George so is I, a good name. Yeah, George is a very good name. Okay, <laughs> sorry for stepping on you. I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl week or after the Super Bowl? You, you, Super Bowl week. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be, you weigh 280 now. What are you going to weigh? Super Bowl week. I'm going to say I'm going to go to 250. Wait a second. He said 230. Now he went he up said, to 250. He said 230. No, I don't think it was ever I 230. I don't think it was ever 230. 230, that'd be 50 pounds. Yeah. Okay. You're right. No, what he did say. I, now, seriously, now I'm being serious. I thought we were going to lose the same amount of weight. Oh, we did say 40 pounds. Yeah. So, seriously. Seriously. You're going to be, and, and I, if you say you're 280, I believe you. Yeah. And by the way, George isn't heavy. You're just a big man. You're just a big man. Big boned. (laughs) That's your story you're sticking to it. That's what I'm sticking to. So, you're 280. You'll be 240. I was 239 this morning. I have to be 199. And that's what you originally wanted to be the first time. I was so – I tried and tried. There's something at 202. I couldn't do it. And there were – I didn't starve to lose the weight. I don't believe in that because, first of all, I've been a yo-yo and a failure because I put the weight back. I've been a failure many, many times. Did he go to New York that week? Did you go to New York and get that, that sandwich that put, didn't push you no, back I, on top? No, I, I was between 202 and 205 for quite some time. Okay. And then, but when, when I, once I got to 220, it's just like, <laughs> whatever. Okay, so what's the bet? Think about it. Uh, Jimmy, what'd you come up with? You come up with anything good? I couldn't think of anything. Maybe, wanna, some, maybe some kind of haircut thing. Like oh no he oh hold, hold yeah, I got that, that he got be, that he no, got no, that uh, no 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 he got no, the long no, locks no 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 what about facial hair you gotta go clean shaven or something for alligator I, 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 if I had to I would I don't know I, I don't know if that's to. enough <laughs> you know maybe well then George know. would have to do it too oh yeah I don't mind doing yeah I don't really mind baby face I'll grow it back. Yeah, we grow back real quick. Okay, when you think about it, let's not kill more time on the earth. I want a big. I want to eat a big bag of Lay's potato chips. Okay, I think you, so, you, you so put in that much work, you deserve a big a bag. A big bag. bag. And what, so, what big bag would you want? What candy? What whatever? Uh, big bag. I say Grippos or something. Grippos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Lay's and Grippos. Lay's and Grippos. Yeah. And we are. We are, and you know, we, here's what we. There's should not do. a lot in there anyway. It's nothing but Aaron bags. But yeah, okay. You know, what we should do to be mean <laughs> to the other. Okay, so if. You win the bet. Oh, I wouldn't like this at all. Mm. If you win the bet, you eat the whole bag of gripples in front of me. 
and I can't have loser it. has to buy whatever the winner wants, and you have to eat it in front of them. Yes. Oh, that yeah. sounds yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Because I got to tell you, if he's eating the whole bag, I don't care about the buying the grippos. But if you're yeah. eating a big bag of grippos in front of me, I'm not going to be very happy. I'm not going to be happy. And if I'm eating a big bag of lays in front of you, you're going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> The other one's got to eat just a bag of lettuce, just nothing of, on. Oh, I'm a oh, bag of lettuce. No, that's great. That's great. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Jimmy's a genius. Jimmy's a genius. Of, yeah, I got it even of. better. I get even better. Organic. Well, I can do it. Okay. Organic kale. Not the whole thing that comes in. It's oh. too much. Mm-hmm. One stalk of, of kale, and you can take it off. The I, I don't eat the stems. Okay. One, one, one thing of kale you have to eat. Okay. Dry. You can put olive oil on it, and that's it. That's all. I can do that. I can do that. Have you ever eaten kale that way? I haven't, but Raw I think kale I, is not delicious. I think I can. I can. I usually. I can stomach it down with I, some I, uh, or olive oil. Yeah, olive oil. Yeah. yeah, I usually make uh, kale chips. Okay, they're see, actually pretty good. He might lose this and just eat oh, kale no. chips <laughs> and lays or something. He might. No, I won't eat lays. Okay, <laughs> this is ridiculous. We've spent all this time assisting. I got two words. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Really? I appreciate George, you having me. You on. promise me you'll come back. I'm promise you. Let me know when okay. I'm here. You know what I want to do seriously? Because I know you'll be no filter. If they play great, you're going to say they play great. If they stink, you'll say they stink. Even though you love yeah. them, I'd like to have you on some Mondays or during the week talking about how the season went. Mm-hmm. If you can't come in the studio, we'll do it on the phone. Or just let me know. Okay, yeah, I'll be here. Uh, blessing having you in the studio. You too. Thank you for having me. Both of you guys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. George Lynch. Lynch, Kentucky. I called you George Lynch. I see if you picked it up. <laughs> George Massey, the pride of Lynch, Kentucky. It was a good thing I didn't say the pride of Massey, Kentucky. Oh, Is there man. a place called Massey, Kentucky? I don't know. There's Literally. so many small towns. You know, I know. I don't think so. It's, we have a, a Massey Ferguson, a tractor or something that I wish oh, I was part go. of. <laughs> and uh, I think they miss me. Um, I don't see it in my account every no, day. Not every day. No, no, I don't see it ever. <laughs> but if you're out there, Massey Ferguson, I'll take NIL deals. So. <laughs> <laughs> George Massey, still hustling. Honored to use our guest, former UK lineman, Alan Cutler, 1300 AM, 92.5 FM. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by Republic Bank. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle and we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. Overdraft fees, more like no overdraft fees. With a simple access checking account from Republic Bank, you don't have to worry about overdraft fees because there are none, but there's more. Simple access checking may allow you to access your direct deposit up to two business days early and gives you the convenience of a Republic Bank MasterCard debit card. Learn more at republicbank.com simple. It's just easier here. Member FDIC. It's summertime, and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game, or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up, and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including five-hour energy shots, buy two, get one free, and Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Dr. Pepper 20-ounce bottles, three for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop. Return. Refresh. Refuel. 
Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to AJ Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. Lexington area weather. Two showers and storms possible early in the day on your Thursday. Once we clear things out this afternoon, the hot and humid air returns reaching the mid-90s today. Feeling like the low 100s, though, with a heat index in place for the bluegrass. Heat index could approach 105 degrees. Tonight, we're only falling in the mid-70s with more hot and humid air for Friday with another chance of some storms. I'm ABC 36 Storm Team Meteorologist Dylan Godet. Take us along wherever you may roam. We love to roam. Get our app by searching ESPN Lexington in your app store. Back to No Filter Radio with Alan Cutler. Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Google, Monday through Friday. High fly ball. Center field. (laughs) Gone. Way gone. See ya! A long home run for Judge, and the Yankees have a lead, and it is one nothing Barmers. You know what? They should have a two-run lead, Michael. I mean, you should get two, two, two runs for that. That ball went over the Toyota sign. High fly ball, deep center. Thomas back, still back, looking up. See ya! It's a monument park. The power is back. A grand slam for Judge, and it is six nothing Yankees. Right field. If it's far, it's gone. See ya. Another home run for Judge. Three on the night for the first time in his career. What an evening for Aaron Judge. Ain't nothing Yanks. Uh, that was unbelievable. Guess what he's already done, as Jimmy quickly pointed out. I didn't realize the Yankees were playing so early. Um, he already hit another home run. So that's four home runs in his last five at-bats. He has 28 home runs and... 55 RBIs, and I do this all the time you listen to the show. Now, first of all, he had the bad toe, and he was out for a long time. He's got a torn ligament where they say he doesn't need surgery. And when he came back, he hit like no home runs for quite a while or very few, right? Be that as it may. So think about it. At least 50 at bats, at least 50 he was worthless with his power. What I saw last night was interesting. He actually used his feet. It looked like the old judge. Maybe the pain is less or something has happened, whatever. Jimmy, he has 28 home runs and 55 RBIs in less than 255 at-bats. Over the course of a season, that's, if he doubles it, it's still under 600 at-bats. You're talking about 56 home runs and 110 RBIs. And on top of that, on top of that, he had at least at least 50, and I think it's more, at-bats that were basically worthless when he was – a lot of players play in pain. He ain't yeah. the only one. But, I mean, so he had a great start to the season. I bet you if you take those 50 at-bats out, he'd be on pace to almost have the exact same season. Because at one point this year he was yeah. on pace to hit yeah. 62 again. And he's not that far away. No. I mean, come on. He's <laughs> not that far away. It's unbelievable. So Judge is ridiculous, and Ellie Dela Cruz, what he did in the last 24 hours is off the – Shorts. High in the air, deep left center. Oh, yeah. And that is gone in front of Pride Rock. 
A big backflip from De La Cruz. Three-run bomb, number 11 on his campaign. And the three-run shot has the Reds ahead, 4-3. to three. Could almost feel that coming, couldn't you? The way that Tyler Anderson had to pitch to an extra batter because of the infield error. He bounces a couple of pitches in the dirt, and now he's got to throw a strike, right? And De La Cruz is waiting back, looking for the high heater. He gets it thigh high, and he knows it. And he knows it. That was just beautiful. By the way, um, Reds game one of the doubleheader. They playing doubleheader again today? That was yesterday's news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, if you can put it on the screen. Pre-game at 9-10 tonight. There we go. Thank you very much. I thought yesterday was the doubleheader. I didn't think they were doing two makeups. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, six RBIs, best start in the history of baseball for home runs and stolen bases. Best start in the history of baseball. Think about that for home runs and stolen bases. Isn't that amazing? It's really amazing. Then what he did, <laughs> second game was off the charts. It doesn't show up on the scorecard. He beats out a double play ball that, oh, at least 98%, maybe more, of the major leaguers would have been a double play. That saves the inning. He then steals second base. Doesn't get a base hit. Gets knocked in. And that changed the game. When you do that, your bench goes crazy. It just goes crazy. His value when he's not hitting is absolutely off the charts. He's absolutely spectacular. George Massey, thank you so much. A lot of fun. He's just one great dude. Just one great dude. Uh, Aaron Gershon tomorrow, and um, maybe I'll get in more of what I prepared <laughs> prepare for tomorrow tomorrow. It's all good. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, I thought George Massey was terrific. Don't you think, Jimmy? That was awesome. What a great dude. He's just a great – always been a great dude. And by the way, that smile and stuff and his disposition, just like he was in college. Yeah. Just like he was in college. Jimmy, as always, thank you so much. And uh, I forgive you for being on Georgia's side because you're on everybody's side but me. <laughs> I got to be on the guest side. It's a tough. It's tough when you come into the Allen Cutler den. Oh, you call it a den? Yeah. Oh, that's the Lions den. The Lions den. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you got to know most of these people I know really well. Yeah. Even still, it's the Lions den. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Matthew and Jimmy tomorrow morning, ten to twelve. Reds baseball at nine ten at pregame show with the D backs. Reds now have the third spot in the playoffs, but they got a lot of fighting to do to get there. Brad Taylor coming up next. See you at noon. Alan Cutler, thank you, Jimmy. 1300 AM, thank you, George Massey. Thank you, 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 you all for listening. Appreciate it, not a little, but tremendously. 1300 AM, 92.5 FM. Listen to the Alan.